To the state of wrestling, the power drive report. I'm the Brooklyn Mall here with the big man. How you doing? I'm well, Brooklyn Mauler. Happy 2024 to you and to everybody listening. Yes, yes, indeed. So, big man, um, Kevin Dunn, um, longtime employee of WWE. Um, it's being reported that um he is leaving WWE. Your thoughts? Well, it was it was big news. And it tells you how the insiders, you know, the pro wrestlers who have podcasters, former wrestlers, former executives, how big this was that this was such um, a story for them. Um, He's a producer, and they say that he has retired from this kind of position. And um, he's someone that we always hear is the reason that we have the kind of segments or the way that they're filmed. Um, so, and, and we've already seen some of the changes. Uh, like we've seen uh, Michael Cole um, in the beginning of the, the first show since standing in the ring to open the show. So looks like they're, he's not only retired, but they're taking the opportunity to make changes with how they show WWE programming. Yes, um, he's been an employee of WWE since 1984, I think, or four decades. Um, and he was like yeah. McMahon, McMahon's um, one of McMahon's um, right hand guys. Um, you know, some people liked him, some people didn't, but he had a lot of power, and McMahon trusted him, and he was there for from the beginning. And I've heard, and it was also being reported by numerous sources that he did not want to change up anything or be told to, to change up his style mm. from anyone. So for that to happen, he just said, you know what, I'm just going to retire. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really um, surprising, you know, because in this kind of, in any kind of media or television business, things change. I mean, there are TV shows we've watched that have changed certain camera angles or way they've done things over time. Um, but it could be just inherited. You know, his his father worked for Vince Sr. in production oh. going back to the early 70s. And I read that in Yahoo. And then um, Vince Jr. hired Kevin. So he he could be, he might be one of those types where people talk about like a, a dictator on the set you know like a great director um, right maybe too firm for his own good but you know that's a long time so he probably earned his retirement right um nick khan had a statement do you have that statement possibly uh, pull that statement? statement up the statement nick khan made on kevin dunn okay. whenever you say khan i still think of the other tony <laughs> w yeah you think of Tony Khan? I, I do. I do. There's two. There's two. There's two powerful cons in the world of wrestling nowadays. You know, that so, it's it's like Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The father and son. Um, I do have a statement from him. 
Is this kind of the email he sent to the employees announcing yes. departure? Yes. Yeah, have it right here. That about Kevin Dunn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sure. After 40 plus years of helping to build WWE and hands down the best production and media unit in the entire sports and entertainment business, Kevin Dunn will be leaving our company as of today. Before WrestleMania 1, Kevin joined Vince at WWF. Many of us remember a pre-WrestleMania WWF regional wrestling company that looked like a regional wrestling company. Then we experienced WrestleMania 1, whether live or closed circuit or years later elsewhere. It was magic. A regional wrestling company. Uh, pop-up ad. No, I don't want to switch to Vios Home Internet. I already have that. One second. <laughs> a regional <laughs> wrestling company had become a global sports entertainment juggernaut. It's led the way. Side by side with Kevin Dunn, when many of us were kids standing in line waiting to play Pac-Man, Kevin was already on the road breaking his back, I don't know if you should say that, to help build our company. When you see our product now, there is nothing that comes close to its look or feel 52 weeks a year, three to four times a week. It is singular and truly special. No other company can or will do that. And that is because of Kevin and our media team's hard work, smarts, and determination. Huh. I'm glad you had me look at that. That is an interesting statement. Well, what if Kevin goes somewhere else? Won't he bring the same magic there? <laughs> They're banking on Kevin not going anywhere else. It's it's just a WWE promotional statement. And can you imagine being an employee and this is what you read? Like, yeah. God, does it ever end? You know, the air repair of Kevin Dunn is in AEW. Oh yeah, the so-called yeah, but yeah, he's in AEW. You know who was they was training to be the next one, but they. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in AEW now. So, you know, so I mean AEW, AEW. You know, you know production. Well, how do you think AEW production is? It's it's hard. It's getting for- better than it was than it, than when it first started, or you think it's you know needs more help? Like, what what do you think? Well, it's it's what they want to do. Like, if I were to like, Tony Khan has basically he wants it to look like not just WCW. He wants it to be WCW Nitro. It has that whole look mm-hmm. and feel of everything that's attached to Nitro. I wasn't a huge fan of the production of Nitro. I always liked you know the lights of the WWE, the way. You know, it was just this fully lit production. And Nitro was always kind of, you had the ring and this kind of dark sea in the background. Where sometimes Mm -hmm. you'd see the crowd, sometimes you don't. Um, But that's how he likes it. Now, I did read that they've upped their lighting for production. Um, And then some of the other things. They want to do those backstage segments with the female announcer walking in on people. Oh, what are your thoughts about this? Now... That's not something for me. Um, they also like having somebody backstage looking at a monitor, watching the match in the ring, to- just like WWE. Totally not for me. So, you know, I don't like their decisions, but they're executing them the right way, I guess, for what they want to mm-hmm. do. What do you think? Um, I think they have to do something with their pyro. That pyro looks like Roman candles. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and like a Roman candles, the same thing for everyone. It's just like WWE, they have different different pyro for different people. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, 
the the same pyro is the same for almost everybody. Almost, it's the same. Like it's like a Roman candle compared to like WWE. It's like an M80 going off, right? Yeah. So they need to change the pyro. Now they have too much. Tony has too much money not to have better pyro than than what he has. You know. Um, that's all I, I mean, everything else is okay, but I think the pyro, um, I think, I think they need to do better with their video packages, you know, hmm. they need better video packages, you know, to tell the story. Remember we talked about this a few shows ago that, you know, about the video, pack, the show, give an update on what's going on, how we got to this point. They you need know, just, to, you know, they need to with the yeah. distance they put between things you know right so a little video video packages you know will be a little bit better um that's about it right now for me but you know, uh, you know wwe's it, it, changes though they they've had like because we've been saying for a while you know we would talk about different philosophies on on how to on how to film and one thing I don't like is when the announcers begin to show in their giant easy chairs. It just looks like it's already night, and I just it puts me to sleep. Now they had Cole standing in the ring. I, I like rather when they're outside, but they're standing up and the fans are behind them. And, right. and then you can go sit and lay back in your chairs, you know? And I, I really do hope they at some point show fans, whether WWE or AEW, you know, right before you go to a break, show fans at the at the merchandise buying buying things at concession. Apparently, if you're AW, you should to show people buying Woo Energy drink or at least making them buy that mushroom flavor right. Woo Energy. We covered that oh, <laughs> mushroomy. <laughs> um, and WWE, you you know, when you go to all the events, the most interesting stuff is when you tell me about the concession stand. People buying the merchandise, oh. which shirts were yes. flying out. Yes. And, and that's what we should see more of. You know? Right. Um, yeah, I, I definitely get that. Um, what about, let me ask you this. Uh, a thing on Twitter is that Kevin Dunn was getting a lot of flack for was the camera cuts. Um, there was like a bunch of camera cuts. Cut to the, the wrestler's face. Cut on the outside. Cut this way. Cut that way. Did, you, did that really... Did you notice that? No, I did. I did. And I think he was trying to do different things or maybe he was under pressure to do different things because in some of the recent premium live events, um, there were things that were, especially the war games. Remember we talked about how we'd forget it was in a cage, right. you know, and it, it didn't look like a dangerous cage at all. There were some, right. and, and WWE, we would miss some of the high flying things because they were trying to focus from face to to outside wwf and this is because of kevin dunn i guess because of his entire career being there has always been kind of that wide angle shot you know right and and that's why whereas i always liked in texas and and the south it was well not as much memphis because they were wide angle too but you know, Georgia Championship Wrestling, NWA, and World Class Championship Wrestling in Texas, it was very close up. Um, Mickey Gant, who is the camera guy, one of the camera guys for World Class, said, you know, he came with his experience working for Don King, doing the boxing matches. 
And Don King wanted people at home to feel the impact. So very in your face. And that's kind of why when some of our favorite wrestlers would go to WWF, they looked so small because now it, everything was wide angle and they didn't look as big as they did. Um, so WWF, yeah, I never liked kind of how they filmed things. Um, again, but it didn't stop them from becoming the number one company in the world forever, right? Right. I just like the wide shot, to watch my wrestling in a wide shot. I really don't like anything else. I could see everything from there. And then they could switch if they outside to the cameraman on the outside to the cameraman wherever the wrestlers are. I just want to follow the wrestlers, the wrestling. I don't like, you know, a million camera cuts. I just like to see everything. So just give me that wide camera you know the camera, the wide, the wide camera cut, focusing on the ring, and then when it's outside the ring, have the, you know, the cameramen follow them if they go into the stands or something like that. I just like oh they by this table. I don't, I, 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 that's why I like. I don't like a million camera cuts here, there. And I saw one the other day, and I really paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. And by me paying attention to it, it really just like, like, like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I I see your point. And actually, when you think of WWF, you know, that is, imagine, you know, WrestleMania 3 being filmed today, Hogan and Andre. Oh, man. Savage Steamboat. It, those wouldn't yeah. be great matches the same way, would they? I mean, no. and, but, but the, one of the things, though, they do with, since everybody knows wrestling is predetermined now, they can use the wide angle more because before, like when they would go into the ropes, when I was younger, I remember they would cut to the camera angle of the man outside the ring looking up. So when he would, the wrestler would duck a clothesline, it looked like they almost got hit by a clothesline, but they just ducked it. Then when everything went wide angle, we see them overthrowing the clothesline. Like they, it's not as, is not as dangerous, you know. Right. So there were ways that the cameramen seemed to do really well protecting pro wrestling, you know. They do. Um, I don't even um, as much, but yeah. What they, what they did with Shane McMahon, they 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 took the camera right off of Shane McMahon, um, at WrestleMania. Like they don't want you to see something, they'll take the camera off of it. The live the live crowd can see it, but we can't see it at home. So, mm. so you know. Which company films it the best way for you of any era? What was your favorite? Whether it's New Japan now or WWE now? Um, uh, probably, um, probably NWA. Mm. But the major ones, WWE and AEW. Um, probably AEW. Probably. Really. Um, yeah, AEW to me. Um, remember when when AEW revolutionized the um, the pandemic shot. Remember they would they 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 can't they set the camera angle up to show the entrance ramp and focus there instead of and then WWE followed them follow suit. <laughs> AEW did that first. Wait, could you say um, that again? What did they do? They during the pandemic when it was no fans. AEW camera shot was at the entrance. Oh, was showing it, yeah. Focus on the entrance, and then WWE was the normal camera angle, and that showed the fans <laughs> like no fans were there. But AEW, you know, showed the 
the entrance ramp and it was focused in there and then WWE followed suit until they went to the Thunderdome. Yeah, WWE has copied a lot. I mean, everybody copies each other, I guess. So, yeah, that's interesting that you said you your preference is AEWs. That's really, that's, I mean, I see yeah. your point because I watch AEW. Why not? You don't think so? You don't think AEW's um, cameras were not a thousand camera cuts? And I love the way that they did um, the CM Punk when he came and they showed the back in the truck and how they was they were oh, working yeah. it. That was yeah. excellent, man. They were doing a hell of a job back there. Yeah, I guess for me, it's only the lighting. that's That kind of ruins it. But yeah, no, AEW does make you feel like you're in an arena more than anything. Um, all time for me is probably world class. Just because. And, and I also think it helps it helped make the wrestlers look bigger when they would come down the, they would walk to the ring and you'd see them compared to the size of the fans, you know, like those now they're so far away, probably for security reasons, but in world-class and most of those fans were, those weren't those giant Texan fans. Those were mostly girls and teenagers. So mm-hmm. man, David, who was six foot seven, he looked seven foot two. Or kit, you know, and and so yeah, world class for me. Also, Wow today, I like how Wow films it. Right. They Wow looks Wow films it better than Impact. I mean, they look like they have the way they film their fans. Right. Better than Impact. And also ECW. Oh my god! Right when they're talking about Kevin Dunn, they should they you know look ECW. What they did with camera work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff, Jim. Um, also, Big Man, have you did, did you know that there's an Endeavor and TNA have a deal? Do you know about that? I heard a rumor about it. I haven't heard any um, confirmation about it. Um, right. So, and you pull that up? Because I know yeah, the Endeavor, Endeavor and okay. TNA had a deal. So, there was a rumor this week, from... though. Yeah, this is from Fightful, so I'll kind of go with that over some of the wrestling sites, right? Um, mm-hmm. Impact TNA Wrestling partnering with Endeavor Streaming to launch TNA Plus. Who's paying for that? I'm sorry. On January 5th, 2024. So they've partnered with Endeavor Streaming for their new subscription service. And um, it will launch, well, I guess it already launched. Multiple subscription options for the consumer, special. You know, I use Fightful. I didn't know that was an Endeavor thing. Is that Endeavor? Um, I'm not sure. If Fightful is with Fightful Endeavor. is great for like when I order like Impact pay per views. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, remember you mean Fight TV? Well, that's right. That's Fight Fight TV. What am I? Talking Fight Fight was the wrestling with Sean Rossap and um, and Jimmy Van. That's who owns it. You know. Thank you, thank you for that. Uh, so Fight Fight TV, again. Impact Wrestling, Endeavor, Fightful. Yeah, because I know you bought a lot of paper, a lot of those. Pay per view like this, the Flick Rick Flair last match, Steamboat last match. That was oh all my gosh, Fight some TV. of the some of my favorite, and you can watch them whenever you want. So big shout out to Fight TV for making 2023 even better. But let's, but yeah, like you said, so let me go to Impact TNA Wrestling's website, which is now TNA Wrestling again. 
um, yes. wrestling.com. And let me click on TNA Plus. Watch.tnawrestling.com. So, yeah, so this is uh, a streaming uh, relationship between Impact Wrestling and Endeavor. And, uh, but then Endeavor buy buy TNA, like buy they bought something with Impact Wrestling. Like they bought their video library or something. So yeah, in TNA Wrestling, the US person. So Endeavor Streaming, which is a subsidiary of the International Entertainment Agency, will deliver its global on-demand subscription service. So it's more of a partnership than out-out okay. buying. Um, but yeah, so that's the relationship, TNA and Endeavor. And let's see, let me just check. In, in a piece of news that wouldn't have made any sense a year ago, according to uh, Nick Miller of Wrestling Inc. Come back to Wrestling Inc. now. Um, WWE owner Endeavor will relaunch its streaming service under new branding, the service TNA Plus, TNA Wrestling. So, if you go on there. How much? So it's uh, let's see. There's different uh, tiers, isn't that the big thing? Right. Um, TNA Plus. So different tiers. So there's, okay. There's different choice. Uh, you can do the annual events are ten dollars a month. Um, okay. So you can do ten dollars a month, or okay. ninety five ninety nine a year. That's called. Uh, they have different. Uh, so that's the world championship level, and uh, that includes all the perks. So, oh, but then you can do the two hundred and twenty dollars a year. Um, mm -hmm. Wow, that went from ninety nine to two hundred twenty dollars a year. What, what was that? <laughs> what you get for two hundred twenty dollars? Well, what would you rather have? Here's the special attraction. That's access to their wrestling library, and their special pay per view programming, not their four big annual events. That's ten dollars a month or ninety five ninety nine a year. The world championship membership. Includes everything I just said, plus their four pay-per-view events a year. Uh huh. It's not. I wouldn't. I'm not getting the championship tier. That's for sure. Well, it's the same amount of money. It's cheaper, right? It's cheaper because it's I ten dollars a month. Twelve is one twenty, right? And then you get it for ninety-nine dollars. So you save twenty dollars. About twenty dollars. I won't lie, there when I was on now I'll mention Fight TV in the correct context. When I ordered some of their pay per views on Fight TV, they were really good. They were really Right. Good. Um So they won't so but they they trying to get you they're trying to beat you in the head, so to speak, because that means you won't be able to get bound for glory. Right, unless you order unless you order it individually or it's part of your whole deal. $220. So I don't like this. And the reason why I don't like this is because Endeavor 
because this is what WWE is going to look like after the deal from Peacock. Oh after my goodness, I didn't think of that. Didn't so think. this is what this is what this is going to look like because they're not going. They probably gave you ten dollars, but they're not going to give you WrestleMania for five dollars anymore. But then again, the fan, the fan that got that the fans like us that been paying a subscription to Peacock for five dollars and was getting WrestleMania plus all the perks of Peacock. That's a great deal, as I said before. And you can't give me nothing else that's gonna be better than a Peacock deal. You get what I'm saying? You're not gonna give me nothing that's better than a Peacock deal. Well, no. I'm just getting just wrestling. I'm getting wrestling and entertainment at the same time and live sports with the NFL sometimes. So and on Christmas, I think it was Christmas or Christmas Eve, you got an exclusive game, you know, only on Peacock. Wow. So you cannot you cannot give me nothing that's you know that's gonna be better than the Peacock deal. Now you want to go ten dollars you, the price is going to go up, right, big man, for WWE Network, so to speak. It's going to go up. All right. So, I, okay, it depends on how much, right? So, now, how much will you willing to pay for a subscription to WWE Network? How much would you pay? What's the maximum you will pay for monthly for WWE? Monthly, the maximum is? The maximum that you would pay. I'm if I'm in a good mood, twelve dollars, but usually ten is the maximum. Ten, because that's what we had we did before the WWE Network, which was a great deal. You know, I think ten dollars is too. But I but once you just getting only WWE content, and you got the Peacock deal, it's 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 not a good bar. It's not a bargain anymore. Once you get once you went to Peacock for five ninety nine. And you get everything else that you're getting. It's like it's not a. You get what I'm saying, big man. You're well, getting your wrestling. Point, to your point, and I've just gone on the UFC Fight Pass site. That's their streaming plan, and for the most popular, the ninety-five dollars a year, ninety-five ninety-nine, uh-huh. access to prelims for pay-per-view events, the fight library live martial arts events from around the world um but not but not the pre but not the pay-per-views who will buy that <laughs> i don't know who buys that because um that's a good i'm not getting the main card because... i'm getting freedom but no main card like what am i that's like buying um main event and velocity and and i can't see raw like what Huh? And the live martial arts events from around the world. That sounds like what, you know, like on that channel, um, Northeastern Sports Network, where we can watch more wrestling and some of the breaking competitions and things like that. It doesn't seem right. But yeah. who, my, who, I can see that now. You can get all the pre, you can see the pre show and everything in the pre show and get the pre show matches. And but you get you, for for nine nine for nine ninety nine a month, and and but you can't get the pay per view. What? I guess that's because they have their deal with. Um, do they still have their deal with ESPN for the pay per views and things like ESPN that? Plus? Yeah, but but what is that, big man? That's TNA deal is way better than that. But then, it, but but 
then again, you can't get bound for glory. It's hard for it's hard to kill uh um a main four pay per view for TNA. Yeah, I know it's yeah. bound for glory, and I know it's um you know Slammiversary. Well, shit, that's about it. I don't want to see nothing else. <laughs> if I can't see Slammiversary or Bound for Glory, well, I'm not ordering it anyway. Right, right. I I agree, so, and it's a great point you brought up, and. You know, it all kind of goes to what to what was in the news recently with um, the different conglomerates thinking of joining forces, how only Netflix is a profitable streaming service. Everybody else is struggling. Peacock is not making no money. Oh, not not uh, the way. No, the only the only really profitable. I didn't say they're not making money, but the article I read from, uh, I think it was Variety, was that Peacock and all the others is not um, not hitting their marks. Wow. So this streaming service, right, for that TNA is under, is under the Endeavor, right? The Endeavor have their own streaming service, right? Yes. Okay, so this is where WWE Network is going. Um, uh, man, when is oh uh, man? We got the countdown has begun. When is when is the Peacock deal over for WWE? Oh boy, at least we gonna get the Rock and Roman this week. At least I ain't gotta worry about that because I'm not paying no seventy eighty dollars for WrestleMania anymore. Uh, I'm sorry. Twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. So I got a few more. I got two more years of that. So and good. UFC's deal with ESPN is over. In 2025. So what I had heard, and I think uh-huh. you have as well, is UFC is really thinking of realizing they're not going to get some huge deal from ESPN. So because Disney doesn't want to pay for it because Disney owns ESPN. Um, so they're going to make their own streaming service with WWE to kind of get more people. Oh, I don't want them to package UFC and WWE together. That's going to cost Matt a lot of money. That's why that they bought him. Want. That's why they bought him. We don't want that. That's going to be more than what than what we're paying right now. I don't want UFC. I I just want WWE. They need to come with a tear for UFC only. What they going to give me a plea? Um, um, uh, not I can get for um hundred and fifty dollars the prelims, march you out to across the world and all. And all the um, all the pre-shows for WWE. No, I don't want that. No, I, I don't want that. I hear you. I hear you. I don't want that. I, I don't want that. Do not package UFC and WWE, please, because they're gonna try to charge you an arm and a leg, and you're selling your firstborn child. I do not want that, and I won't buy it if it ain't affordable. So I'm I'm telling you it's it's going to be more than five ninety nine. If it's if it's more than five ninety nine, it better le- it better be at least twelve dollars. It better be under fifteen dollars. Well, look, I've, you know, I've had Disney Plus. Um, I got it from my brother for his uh, for Christmas a few years ago. It started at seventy two a year. Four years later, do you know what it do you know what it is? A hundred and forty. How much? So is that fourteen dollars a hundred or fourteen dollars? Hundred and forty dollars a year. Right. So what is the monthly? It's about what eight dollars. Yeah, fourteen. You were wow. You're very good. Fourteen a month. Yeah. 
So, yeah, yeah, it was seven dollars a month. I remember that when it first came out. Um, fourteen dollars is not all right. Being so fifteen under fifteen dollars is not bad, right? I if once you start getting to over twenty dollars a month, that's I think that's where UFC is trying to and Endeavor is trying to go with USC and WWE twenty something dollars. That's where I think they're trying to go, mm. and then trying to make you pay for WrestleMania. The whole amount of money for WrestleMania, which is seventy something dollars. That's where I think they're going, and they better not because I'm not paying. I'm not paying for even one. You know, once well, you start paying the Peacock, it's not good. I'm gonna go to AEW and watch um, Revolution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm reading this article on LA Times I have up, and it's just that, um, you know, the the company started low with their costs because they were new. And so now that they're established, it's only logical they're raising the prices and they say, look for it to go up another 10% each year. Oh, my God. They're going to lose customers because no one's paying all that money. Now, in this climate. Yeah, I mean, isn't didn't their customers come from people who just decided to cut the cord? What makes them think they won't cut <laughs> streaming services? Right. Because they think because they have the Marvel movies and Star Wars and that they can, you know, but the Mar- Marvel, Disney plus Marvel, like the Marvel shows, okay, that's cool. That's new content. But that's all. I mean, I, I, like what when, when your brother, when you bought the Disney plus for your brother, like what did he want to see? Like what was the reason? Oh, that he do you know why he he a friend of his because he's an actor. One of his friends was on The Mandalorian, so it was really oh, okay. watching The Mandalorian. Do you know what's the biggest disappointment for 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 me and so many people? They for they've never explained why they they have never had the original Disney TV series Zorro. They have the, the one hour movie. But with Guy Williams, but they've never had the TV series, and that's the that's, that would have been my favorite thing. They don't have everything, and not even everything Disney they don't have. It doesn't make sense. They don't. It doesn't. Yeah. And here's they, a, here's they have a, all. I was just gonna say, here's a sentence where from the article: Tech giants like Apple and Amazon they make the bulk of their revenue through products and services outside of entertainment. Companies such as Disney and Warner Brothers Discovery are struggling with the transition to online streaming. So. Well, everybody shouldn't have a streaming service because you have Disney, right? You have um, you have HBO, which is Max now, right? Which is Warner Brothers Discovery. Paramount has it. Um, Netflix, of course. Um, Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Right, but some is pretty. It's a, it's a service because you don't have Amazon, you pay that $16 for Amazon profit delivery and you get that for free. So it's not free, it's $16. Um, what else has a, a streaming service? Um, well, Warner Brothers Discovery, HBO Max, but Max, yeah, they have it. Um, um, and who else has it? Um, like, uh, you know, I know Paramount. Paramount Plus shouldn't have it. That's that's gonna be gone soon. Yeah. That they don't have nothing for you know who's gonna buy that. Like no one. You shouldn't. Have, you didn't need to come out with a with a streaming service. 
Just put your movies on Netflix and get paid for what they're for putting your movies on Netflix or Tubi. Not when you have Tubi and Pluto TV. Like Pluto TV and Netflix, the Pluto TV, Pluto TV and Tubi is just as good as Netflix and it's free. Yeah, or as or as Cat Williams said, you can't even find uh, uh, Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> to be. Uh, oh man, that, that interview blew up. Shannon so Shaw blew up. Yeah, what they are saying though, in the LA Times, one of the experts at the research firm Parks Associates says, consumers, the answer is to move to the cheaper ad based tiers where you get the advertisements. Right. Let me ask you the big miss for, cause, I, cause Peacock right is, I, again I say that's the best streaming deal you you can get right with all the movies. Uh, we watch all the Hunger Games and things of that nature on there and watch wrestling. It's a lot of stuff on there, right? I was watching the um when I first got it, I was watching um Columbo. <laughs> so you know, I was, so I was watching Columbo every day. I was like, "Oh, it's a new episode of Columbo." And I was watching that more than I was watching the wrestling. Right? That's what I got it for. But you know, um, what? Let me ask you this: So, what what would be the best amount of money for a streaming service? Like the best for streaming, the best money for? I mean, let me rephrase that. What would be um, the best monthly rate? for a streaming service in your opinion well i think um i think uh what what's been recommended by others including in this article is is like it's really about a bundle of two streaming services being like 15 to 20 a month for two but only because that'll make you really decide what are you watching right for one streaming service, man, I really don't. I have so many of them. I don't watch any of them. I really don't. But other people in my family do, so I keep them. Um, so for me, one streaming service, one that would make me a price that would make me not even notice would be at most seven ninety nine a month. That's the peacock. Dude. That's peacock. I yeah the 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 ones that if I have to say there's a streaming service I watch the most it could be between Hulu and Hulu and maybe Netflix but not really I mean I don't have Amazon Prime but I order a lot of things on it one at a time oh but for Christmas man Peacock did have a ton of the old Christmas TV episodes I love the cartoons like Mr Magoo's Christmas I think. Right. What so would you? I'm what's good. the most? What would be the perfect price for you? Peacock deal. Yeah. It was four ninety nine, but they went up. They they sneaked it. They sneaked the dollar increase on us, but you know, and um, they they have the ten dollar for the ad free, but I ain't buying that. I'd, I'd rather see some ads anyway, so I don't care. But um, five dollars. Six 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 dollars, seven dollars is good, you know, for me. Perfect price, like for me. Mm. Um, but again, big man, as far as the wrestling fan goes, I'm fearful they are going to increase that W the access to the WWE library. Um, they're going to increase it a whole lot, and boy, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna turn a lot of people off, you know. And 
Endeavor is remember Endeavor is, is not their main thing is not wrestling. You know their main thing is entertainment, and I don't think they care really care about the the product like Vince did. And I think WWE may be in trouble um, without Vince being the head person or one of the McMahon's in family because WWE can definitely go out of business. Can Endeavor can say you know what screw them and and kill the company and kill the company from in, inside. And that's what I'm thinking, because McMahon, that's his own, that's his, McMahon eat, slept, and, and went to the bathroom, WWE wrestling. That's what he did his whole life for the past, right, rightly or wrongly, for the, since 1982, when he got, when he bought it from his father, you know, that's what he did. And I don't think they have that love, the Endeavor people have that love for wrestling. And I think they could just say, you know, screw it's not making us no money, screw it. You know, and WWE can fold years later, you know, whatever. They're hot right now. Yeah, they're hot and they're making a lot of money. But, you know, what's go it's going to be a rough patch for them soon. <laughs> and then we'll see what happens, you know. Well, I'm on the T their TKO group website, and I think you should tell them. They're over on 7th Avenue. <laughs> That's where their office is. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, and if you go on there, they they have a lot of highlights. Um of uh, UFC entrances and WrestleMania and John Cena going to the ring. Um, I think I, I kind of, I totally agree with you because this is all about, you know, certainly profit, but it's, we've said for a while that, you know, WWE is not going to get the kind of money that they were talking about getting with their new deal. They said, oh, we're going to get 300 million and then Fox said, forget it. You're not, we're not doing well with you at 200 and something million. Um, and what you said I, about without a McMahon, look, there is no McMahon on the board of directors for this TKO group. Um, mm -hmm. There's Triple H isn't on it. And that was a recent decision. And so now, look, I'm not, I know it might sound like I'm connecting dots that aren't there but we talked off air how he's sounding a little more like tony khan in the desperation <laughs> oh you got to watch this main event tonight drew mcintyre against seth rollins it's going to be it's going to be amazing and it wasn't amazing and then oh big announcement big announcement uh tune in what was the big announcement that they're having the money in the bank in tacoma washington which was already on the schedule or it's Shinsuke Nakamura's entered the Royal Rumble. And it just seems from the outside to me, it looks like he's trying to save his job. <laughs> um, if they, I'll tell you something. If the TKO group or Endeavor or whoever's running stuff, if they remove Paul Levesque from creative and they, they better have someone that's, you know, qualified or that's a better choice than what he is doing right now. Because again, they WWE, yeah, it's a household name and, and stuff like that, but as you make you you're there are a few bad decisions away from, you know, or a few bad hires and and they might say WWE might go down the drain. Because again, McMahon is not there. You can say what you want about McMahon. Whatever, but again, that was his. 
the WWE was his N O and B O, and that's all he thought about. And he, yeah, he may have not, you know, moved with the times, but WWE would have never went out of business with Vince at the helm. Never. Now Vince is no longer have power. I don't even know who made him do this merger anyway, where he has no say so. Who told him to do that? I would never have done that. Never. I would never have done that. He was a billionaire anyway. So he just it was no sell. It was just a merger. He merged in with them and got no power. And now they're moving in to take over. Like that's crazy to take over his company. Well, it's no longer his company anymore. It's 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 TKO's endeavor. So he imagine that big man. So you you make a merger um to to John Doe, and now John Doe has all the power now. You work for John Doe. You have a, a title, but yet your title, you have no you have no say so. They can vote you out any moment. Yeah, you got some stocks and you're rich, but they're gonna take the baby, and that's gonna hurt him more than anyone else that they took his baby, WWE. That was stupid of McMahon to do that. I don't know who told well, him. I to think do he, that. he wanted to like right selling. He wanted to sell it to Disney. He should have sold it. Yeah. What's the difference got... between selling it to Murphy? He should have sold it and got By the money. Way, I made a mistake. I said there's no McMahon on the board of directors of he's on the board of directors in title. Yeah, he's on the board. Title. He ain't got no um, he ain't got no he ain't got no power. Well look, I mean it sounded weird at the time when they were bragging about how they're doing business with like Nick Khan, Ari Emanuel. Yeah, you're doing business with sharks from Hollywood. <laughs> Right. What What did you think was good? Like, you can imagine, like, if 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 things go like you just said, if things go rough for WWE, and someone's like, "Yeah, but Triple H is in charge, and he's a great guy." Tr H H is that is that Hulk Hogan? No, no, Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Who? You know, like, there's gonna be somebody in the room who's not a wrestling fan. It's like, wait, who's this guy that you've pinned everything on? What school did he go to? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't go to college or graduate school. Oh, what shows has he worked on? No, no, he's been a wrestler, and and he married the boss's daughter. Oh, get rid of him, you know. So, and that's the worst thing they could do, because that's like Jim Hurd from WCW, and and he wanted to come in and tell Ric Flair to cut his hair, but Ric Flair cut his hair eventually later on in life. But but I'm just saying. Now God cut his yeah. hair. <laughs> right, he cut his hair, so he's like, you know. He's such Wait. a whiner about that, Jim. About that, wrestlers have been told bad gimmicks forever. Ric Flair gets told one, and he has a mental breakdown. I'm sorry, but... right? He did, but but that, but that was part of his gimmick at that time. That he wanted to look right with that at that time, man. So, but you know, just saying that people you don't think him with the haircut and the earring, calling himself what was what did they want to call him? The gladiator or something? The Roman? Caesar, that would have been. I'm just kidding. That would have been terrible. Yeah. So you know, um, but that's what I think. That's what's gonna happen. You know, when they start taking, putting more of the Endeavor Group in, getting involved and integrating them, because it's it's starting. You know, um, so you know, it, it's, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it would have been different if it would have been like when we were when they were saying all the different companies that might take over and they were mentioning will it be netflix or disney there was a part of me that was like it would be interesting to see what showrunners from those kinds of series because they have very creative mm -hmm. people i don't think that way about ufc you know 
I don't. Me neither. Um, they they want to do crossovers, cross promote, and and you know, um, I don't know. I don't think that will that will work, so to speak. The first thing they did get rid of Matt Riddle because you know UFC didn't like Matt. Yeah, Riddle. he's the so reason. They got rid of Matt. Yeah. They got rid of him. Yeah, he, he may have done something they said, but you know, um, uh, but they it, they wasted no time getting rid of Matt Riddle. So he didn't even he <laughs> do that that bad. Yeah, <laughs> he got rid Man. of him. Yeah. Quick, get out of here, you know, because he didn't because of his you know his stint in UFC. You know, they said you know we don't want you. So that, and they, that's and they that had that the continuing his verbal jousting with Dana White in the year, right? After. Exactly. So they got rid of him. So he was gone. So I mean, right now we we not even like maybe but but like. Four, three, four months in, correct? How many people have lost their jobs in WWE corporate? Says oh, the, the, the a lot movie. of people, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people who've been there for 25, 30 years. And what they said was, there is no, they're not looking at seniority at all. They're just firing whomever they feel like firing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, Titan Tower, right? What, what happened with Titan Tower? What happened? They, yeah, what happened to it? Like, is it still there? Is it like, um, you know, McMahon still has an office there? WWE still corporate, or they took or, or TKO came in. It's called TKO headquarters now. I'm just talking about the building that was Titan Tower where everybody worked at. All the executives when everybody goes and meets someone in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, would is it still is it still around? Did they sell the building? Or did TKO take it over? Or are you not sure? Okay. No, well, I'm on their Wikipedia page right now because I remember they were building a new building also in Stamford, just a short distance. And it says after WWE merged with um, UFC, the new building will serve as headquarters for TKO Group Holdings. Oh, so now they're just moving all their people in. Yeah. And again, I think what we talked about in the last few shows was I don't see anything where I, where I watch a UFC event and say, man, they do that better than WWE. Right. Like the people they're firing from, they're saying, oh, it's redundant. Well, maybe the WWE people are better than the people you've already had. Right. That could be true. True company. But they, 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 they're looking at it as far as saving costs and not paying people trying to you know make keep money, uh, save money so to speak. So um, it's business. Business is you know it's all about money. It's all about the Benjamins, you know, and about saving money, making money, and saving money. You know, um, it's, it's, it's a sad situation, man. And McMahon just cost a whole bunch by him doing that cost a whole lot of people their jobs. Well, is it? Would you be shocked if if it turns out that he felt that Triple H and Stephanie were trying to push him out? Well, which if they were, that's the smart thing to do because of the Wall Street Journal article, the the harassment, the rape accusations. What's wrong with moving on? He made mistakes. Isn't that what happens? Yeah, I would say maybe they was trying to push him out, but maybe it's possible. Um, but Stephanie's no longer there right now. 
No, um, she's not. And and they, by the way, when they settled, when they're they're in the midst of settling the lawsuit with MLW, and she was a huge part of that. So right. it was heat there. So he, yeah, he's there. I mean, Vince was younger. Um, he probably and and they and if they wronged him in this deal, he probably would have set. He has enough money to set up another wrestling company and put WWE out of business. <laughs> wow. Where would but you like to see him? They, what company do you think he could? I mean, he could help anybody, but what do you think? Would Vince, be um, Vince probably Vince will not, he, he will buy a company and get all the people, sell all the talent from W. As soon as they find out, as soon as they find out who's or who's available and he's taking their money, he have he has some loyal wrestler that wrestle for him. Like he, like he could do it. Like he bring Dunn back. If he really, I actually, some part of me want to see him do that. Want to see him go start another wrestling company. And well, Brock Lesnar had previously said he'd only work for Vince McMahon, right? Right. Like yeah, he'll put he'll put them out of business. He'll put them out of business. Literally, put them out of business. You know, the Ric Flair last match, the way it was promoted, just those vignettes with Jay Lethal, the train. That was so perfect, and that probably cost like nothing. You know, right. And they they sold out like the the space they had, and it was like one of the most watched. It like broke some record for an independent. And man, there's just I mean, if Vince did something like a one off, but did it in an annually, I mean he could do that. There's so much he could do. But right. I think what you said earlier, what his thing is writing TV, writing weekly, all of that is probably what he wants to do. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, but you know, we'll see what happens. But I know that it doesn't look good for um, as far as um our streaming service goes. Um, uh, when they when they when Peacock is get deal is up, and that's this gonna be a lot of money they're gonna want to pay for WWE plus because they got them, you know, um, they think they should be people should pay the the top dollar for their product. And that's what you see for their TV deal, TV rights deal. They think they're trying to get a bunch of money because they need, you know, you get what I'm saying? So for Raw, just for one show. So if we get in one show, how much do you think they're going to want for their pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. You know, Probably $50, $60. Maybe years from now, people will look back. And maybe a year or two, I said years from now. But maybe people will look back and say, man... Those those people in the old days who started pay per view, maybe they knew what they were doing with what they were charging at the time to make a profit. Maybe that's you know well, I, the whole point about the lower prices was just to get subscribers, right? Right. And but you're gonna lose subscribers, and they're and they're done with subscribers. They said since the pandemic ended, there aren't any new people signing right. up, so that's over. So, but they're gonna lose this people. Is just a short-term thing. Maybe this is not a sustainable business model. But they're they're gonna lose people. Nobody's gonna buy, pay a bunch of money. I I mean, nobody's gonna pay a bunch of money for that. They're, they're about to lose money. They're about to they, they go back think? to buy rates and stuff like that. Nobody's buying that. About? Nobody's going back to that. Well, what do you think about like with TNA, like with their service? Is it like, are they so low that any subscribers is a plus, or do you think this is just a bad idea? First of all, who TNA think they are to not give away their four pay per views for ten dollars a month? I don't know. First of all, who 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 do you think you are? Ric Flair's last match was like fifteen dollars. You know, right. 
like, who do you think you like? Yeah, yeah, like get, put. Oh, I'm gonna pay ninety nine dollars a month, right? And then don't, and then I don't get your top four pay per views. That's the big pay per views. That's Slammiversary and that's Bound for Glory and the other two. I don't want Hard to Kill. I don't. You don't give me those pay per views for my like. So why am I even buying the subscription? It don't for make their, sense for their brilliant video library. No, I don't Which care. They do about have them. a good video library, actually. But yeah, well, I've seen I don't. Those I, how often do we watch the Peacock brilliant library of WWE? I mean, not not much. Not as much as I should. I mean, I've been right. wanting that my whole life. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. But you know what? It's because you have it. Right. And when you know you have it, it's like a video recording. Like I've recorded a lot of pay per views, <laughs> and I have them. So I have it. So you know, I don't need to know. If I didn't have it, then I probably would want it. But I have it. You know like, remember saying? when everybody wanted that Starcade DVD, the Essential Collection? When that yes, came, oh my God, that blew our minds. Right? Yes, I think I have that. Yeah. Oh, and it had Sting on the cover. Yes, I have that. I have that. I have all those DVDs. They stopped. Actually, WWE they just produced their last DVD. They're not doing DVDs anymore. Yeah, yeah. So everything's going to digital media. And it was coming from like their British company or something like that, or mm -hmm. subsidiary, and they were like, "That's the end." Because streaming is, is is the is the way of the, is is the way it is now. You know, it was it was remember the VCR tape, cassette <laughs> VCR tapes. Coliseum, yeah. and those were great. I, I prefer yeah. V. I like actually VHS. I've, I had less problems with VHS than I did with DVD. Right, this problems with everything, right? But DVDs, you can skip and get scratches on it. Remember, you'd put in a VHS and record, and you could record over, and you could. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, um, yes, I don't know what they're gonna do next. You know, like we went from VCR to DVDs, Blu-rays, now streaming. Now, what's next? How are we gonna get our stuff now? <laughs> are they desperate? I mean, don't they make enough money from their shows? I mean, because isn't that at the end of the day, you have to draw a gate. That's what boxing understands, right? Like, boxing will never have cheap tickets. No, Like, you can have a main event that you don't know who these people are. And it's still going to cost like $500 to sit in the first few rows, minimum, maybe $1,000. Um, and the pay-per-views are always going to be expensive. Isn't that just the reality? Right. I mean, for boxing, boxing really, they, they don't have any more, you know, that sport is, they don't have money like that to, to, to make big fights anymore. And one of the reasons why is they don't have HBO and they don't have show, now they don't have Showtime. You know, they used to give boxing uh, fights on HBO on Saturday nights and HBO you know, boxing after CBS dark. tried it um, recently, but isn't but so everything's expensive. But don't you have? But then the UFC has streaming, ESPN, television, all these things. And what do you always hear? Why can't we make what boxers make? And boxers are saying why we can't make more money because their purses that they, there's no money. Like their promoters don't have money. That's but why a lot of people, a lot of fights are going on Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. That's when you look at the WWE like finances for the last few years. My goodness, like if you subtract Saudi Arabia, it is drastically different. Like right. that is huge. Like Saudi Arabia just had a few big fights. They just had the Tyson Fury Nagano fight. And then they had 
the Wilder and um, Joshua fight, and now they about to go wild on um, Joshua and Naganu fight all in Saudi Arabia. Like, like Saudi in the United States, they they was having trouble getting the purse for, or uh, getting the money for um, Spence and Crawford. Like, you know, it's no money here um, for the you know to put them fund the money for the fight, and um, so boxing is having a rough time. You know, so. Oh. Every fight is not every fight is not seventy nine not seventy dollars. I'm sorry. Oh, it's not. Oh, you I mean, mean it's not worth seventy dollars? Right? No, it's, every fight is not worth seventy dollars. You know, especially back in the days, it used to be fifty forty nine ninety nine for Holyfield and Tyson. Like those fights was like worth it. You know what I'm saying? Back then, you know, right now these fights are not worth it. Seventy dollars. I don't care. It's not seventy dollar fight. You know. Every fight is not a seventy dollar fight. Who are these people? You know, and you don't get to see them fight for free. Like you don't see them on TV. Like it, again, that's again. I think that's the business model that TKO might go into because you know, again, they got UFC and they packaging the deal. It's going to be a if they package that deal. It's going to be um a lot of money that the consumer and us us who they're going to want us to pay. And I don't think we're going to pay it. You know, yeah, it's not real money. I mean, it's like you're ex it's all expectations, you know, and I think, you know, Jeff Jarrett says on his podcast all the time, he's like, I'm a live event person. I'm in the promotion business and I see all these numbers thrown out. I just want to know who's paying to come and watch. That's the most important thing for me. Right. And, and that's why Ric Flair's event made so much money. That's why Ricky Steamboat's last match did well. And I just think it's like, this is pro wrestling. You might have to go back to the bare essentials, you know? Right. And WWE's a touting, like, the, the, the MSG show at the highest gate they ever made at MSG, and then they went to LA, and then they made a lot of money there as well. But you know, WWE is, is touting it, but that that's not WWE anymore. It's TKO. Yeah. It's Endeavor. It's Endeavor who's, you know, so that's the people that's making the money, not WWE, you know? Mm -hmm. So why are you touting something for somebody else? You you don't even own you no more. Somebody else yeah. owns you. You know what I'm saying? So You're right. You're right. It, it don't make sense, to be honest with you, but whatever, man. All right, this is reports of Fightful that Naomi um, Trinity Fatu is, is headed back to WWE. Um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, look, she was hot for about a couple of weeks in Impact Wrestling, TNA Wrestling. And I, I watched her on TNA Wrestling. And she actually is a better wrestler in TNA than she is in WWE. She uses submission moves. She's really good, um, but she's not. Um, she's not that big superstar, and it's not her fault because Impact Wrestling is really bad with their women's division. It used to be superior, so. They they have this business model at Impact Wrestling where they bring in somebody, they say this is the next big person, they have them beat everybody else, and then it gets stale, and then they bring in a new person and says and do the same thing. They did it with Masha Slamovich, 
They've done it with Trinity. They did it with, um, you know, Jordan Grace, Killer Kelly, Kylan King, each, especially Slamovich, Killer Kelly, and Kylan King. They were brought in and, and each time beat everybody, devalued them, and then nobody cared. But then they bring in, you know, Trinity comes in and does the same thing. So, yeah. She doesn't need impact, and to be honest. They're fine without her, too, which is not a good thing to say. She'll go back to WWE and fall in line with everybody else. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, uh, it makes sense, right? Her husband is there, right? So, um, and, um, you know, I guess they're going to pay her more money, right? Um, she must have felt that, you know, as she went and established herself as a main as a main draw in the women's division, right? So, um, so it makes sense to me. Um, now, why would WWE want her back if she walked out? You know, like when she gets there and signs, are they going to normally when that happens if someone you know walks out on you and you come back, they start jobbing you out. You know, they may pay a lot of money, but they may have a looking at the lights at night. A lot, a lot of nights. So, why would she want to come back? If she comes back, then yeah, she may want to put some things in her contract, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But um, her husband is there. Um, but what does that? At the end of the day, what does that mean? She left her husband to go and pursue other, you know, um, other endeavors, so to speak. Um, so, um, where does she? Where does they? Where do they place her at when she comes back? They place that. Do they place her in um, the Rhea Ripley spot, the Shachi Blackheart spot, or the Io Shirai spot, the Io Sky spot? Like, where do they place that? Bianca Belair spot. Where do they place? Where do they place her at? You know, she's the middle, upper, middle, or lower tier. I don't know. Well, um, where you don't place her is in front of a microphone. <laughs> right. Because well, that's not her strong suit. Right. It's um, totally different if, if Sasha Banks were coming back, but apparently she's not. Right? She well, that's what they said. That's, what they, that's the reports from a lot of people, especially from they, uh, Sean Rossap saying that she, you know, leaning towards... You know that she that she will sign with AEW. I don't believe it, to be honest with you. Um, I believe it when I see it. Um, I think I'm still thinking she's going to show up at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's just me. Um, well, you could be right. I until I see her sign, until I see her saying that she's signed with a. What's preventing her from signing? Right, right away. If she wants to go to AW, she can sign right away and be, and would have showed up this week on Dynamite. What's preventing her from signing so fast? Like, what's coming up? There's no pay per view coming up. There's no big show from AW coming up anytime soon until the next three months. What's preventing her from, from them signing her and touting her and putting her on TV as soon as possible? What's preventing her from doing that? Them from doing that, big man. Because uh -huh. Deanna Perrazzo just just signed. She became a free agent. She signed. She showed up on Dynamite. 
So why what's taking Mercedes Monet if she signed with Dynamite? What's taking her so long to show up on Dynamite? Because they need her. They need a boost real quick. AW need to be talked about in a positive light. So what they need they need that MJF is hurt. You know they'd have this devil storyline. They really don't have much that to to that's you know having the industry buzz about them. They having a bunch of negativity is going on with AEW. So why not debut her as soon as possible if you're going to sign her, right? What's taking so long? No, and I agree. And actually, just like I said about Paige, if if they sign her, she needs to come in as a superstar, not as I'm here to help the women's division. She needs to come in as an AEW superstar. I always thought when Paige came in, it would have been perfect if she was like with Sting and Darby because of her look. And instead, it's like, I'm here to to be the face of the women's division. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. Um, the women's division, they need to get rid of the division idea. WWE does that. AEW came up, WWE came up with the women's division. And, well, Impact had the knockouts first, but, you know, all they care about, wrestling fans, are your two or three biggest stars having really good matches something interesting the minute you have a division then you're looking top to bottom and saying what happened with this person you know you're not using that person so if if they do sign her and she goes to aw i want to see her like confront adam cole maybe that's how you bring her in with rip baker and i want to see her in main segments not women's segments but they cannot put her against Britt baker because um, right away because I mean Britt Baker got to lose. Yeah, you know? she's been losing a lot. So she's... they need to. I mean, they need to. She hasn't been jobbed out, but they need to. Um, start building her back up. But the, the but the the AEW is all right now as far as the women goes. It's all about Tony Storm, right? So it's all about Tony Storm right now and you know that and it should be but AEW to be honest with you since the, it was the signing of Deanna Perrazzo, um, they have Tony Storm like the baby the hottest act female act that they have one of the hottest acts in, the, in AEW male or female right Thomas Tony Storm they have her they have Deanna Perrazzo. you know I love Deanna Perrazzo. yes right so I'm surprised you ain't going to WWE but hey whatever they have Mariah May. Mariah May is really good in the ring. Yeah, they have her. I like her. Um, so um, they have Soraya, right? She's good. Um, they have, um, you know, they have they have Britt Baker. So they have four women right there that that can all be stars, right? That you bring Mercedes Monet in. That's five. You get what I'm saying? So you have a good roster. Doing Sheeta, right? Doing Riho. Uh, no, you can leave you, out Sheeta for me, but I hear. Nah, Sheeta is good, man. Doing uh, Sheeta, Rio, you know, you throw those in. Um, if you want to go, Emmy Sakura, that's cool. All right. I like you know, I like Native but, Beast when they have her on. Yeah, you know, but you can have those. Oh, so, they're bringing back um, and also returning Serena Deep. Serena Deep, you have so that's eight women. Now, if you want to go, bring Killer Ring of Honor, bring over. Bring over um, 
Ember Moon. Uh, Everybody who's people who people who just love the wrestling, or they've been talking about Athena's work all year. Twenty twenty three was her year, you know. Right. Bring over Athena. You have that's ten women that you can you can bring some you can get something out of that those women and all those women that I just named all those women are good in the ring all of them right you can have classic matches you can have you know I didn't even name the TNT TNT the TNT champion the TBS champion you know Julia Hart you know but. Well, she's, huge. she's in a great position because she's really the biggest star of her group. Right. She's bigger than than uh, Malachi Black. Right. The reaction she gets. Right. How is she in the ring to you? She's fine. She's fine for what she does. Um, with her, it's kind of like a WWF thing. It's like you just want to see her stare at people. Do this or that. It's that kind of a ring presence more than ring activity. Okay. So yeah, they have her. So they have the women I just named. You know, then you got the Willow Nightingales, the Mercedes Martinez's. You know, you got the Ruby Soho's. You know, you got. You know, don't don't. And when Jamie Hayter come back, if she comes back anytime soon, you got her as well. You got a good amount of ta women talent too to um, work with. It's just putting it together and putting the right people um, to to book these individuals with story, with, to book these women with storylines and to make the, the audience invested in the women. And I don't know if AEW can do that, to be honest with you. I don't know. But they have talent. No, I, no, I agree because, you know, they they have one guy in charge and like we've talked about before, you can say this is the women's champion and the men's champion. No way, not even WWE with their whole team. They do not look at the women's title the way they look at the men's title. And you need somebody to really focus on them. You know, the problem is, you, you whatever, whatever you do with the women, you have to give them their characters so their characters can have their motivations. And then they kind of write themselves. Right, so we'll see where Mercedes Monet. I think she, I think more likely she's gonna. I don't think it's a concrete deal that she's with AEW. Till I see her on AEW television. That's just me. I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm know. the guy that thought she was the devil. <laughs> right, thought she was the devil, but you know, I knew she wasn't. But she just want. I I don't know. She probably asked for Charlotte Flair money, and you know, they probably told her no. You know, and, and and that probably made her angry because well, she's a money. You know, huh? you read about the disclosures about CM Punk's money from UFC, right? Did you read that? No, I didn't. What happened? So you know, some fighters were were suing UFC for monopolizing the industry, and so part of discovery came out was how. Um, Dana White did not want anyone to know how much money CM Punk made. But during the deposition, it's very funny. He's like, well, we gave a lot of money to the wrestler, not Brock Lesnar, the other one. I don't remember his name. And the person goes, CM Punk? He's like, yeah, that guy. 
We gave him like five hundred thousand dollars, and yeah, we knew a lot of people would be angry. <laughs> That's it. We gave him five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred k, and then he got a percentage of the pay per view, which was huge. He got a huge pay per view, by? Yeah, he did. And it was and it was funny though that Dana like I don't remember his name, and then Dana kind of said, "I've been on these uh, energy drinks, so I'm not at my best right now." <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. The other thing, uh, moving on. Velveteen Dream. Did you see Velveteen Dream give his apology? Yes, I did. I did. You you told me to see it, and I saw it. What's your I thoughts on it? I feel bad for him in some ways. I mean, you know, he's never been... For the, the reason he's blackballed from pro wrestling is for things he hasn't been charged with, right? Um, like he had been arrested recently, but that was for like, you know, public disorderly conduct, things like that. So he had been accused of sending indecent images to underage people on online, and he denied it. Um, then there were more allegations to to boys and women, but WWE said there was no evidence. But he was released anyway. Um. You know, and when I mentioned his recent arrest, that was for trespassing um, and uh, and things like that. And, and the trespassing was dropped. He's just, um, you know, anytime you bring up things with underage people, but specifically underage boys, it's like they're going to get fired in sports or entertainment or anything, you know. It's, it's just the way it is. Um, so... Him doing his apology, it kind of do you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember um, who was the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? Who had he was he played at Texas and Vince Young. Vince Young, right? So he was completely railroaded by his coach at in, in Tennessee. And but he came out with an apology because he just thought I have to do something to get this started again. So he apologized to the coach, and the coach was like, yeah, whatever, and nothing happened. So I don't think anything's going to happen for Velveteen Dream. Great talent, but yeah. What are your thoughts? Because you, you um, way more than I did. Yeah, Velveteen Dream is probably one of the one of the best characters NXT has ever produced. Um, mm. um, the stuff that he was doing that with um you know, was disgusting, you know, to be honest with you. Um, it was, yeah, what he was accused of or what he did, what, um, you know, he never, he never was arrested for anything that they did. They did an investigation. He was found, they found no substance to these things, but allegedly, I say it again, allegedly what he was, you know, accused of, but you know, it was disgusting if he had did these things, whatever. But um, I don't know. Can WWE give him another chance? Will they give him another chance? Should they give him another chance? I don't would know. You, what would you do? In that locker room, it's a new locker room now in NXT. A lot of people that was there before are not there no more. Um, can they can he come in with a clean slate? Um, yeah. Um. Can they put him on some type of, you know, he on his last 
his last um this is his last hurrah, his last dance, and if he messed up and he screw up, it's over. Um, but I think Patrick Clark, who's the Velveteen Dream, he only wants to be in WWE. Seems like um, it, right? Yeah. Right, because he don't want to go he wants to play that character. Um and you know, because there are other promotions out here like MLW signed Enzo. You right. know, Enzo he can go to MLW. He can go to NWA. He can go to Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He can go there and do a death match or two. He can go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He can go places, but I think he can't go there as Velveteen Dream. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where he wants to do. He wants to play that character. I don't think he don't want to go there just as Patrick Clark or create a new character. I think he found the character that he wanted to be and it worked and and I think he wants to, you know, do do that. And that's where the problem is when you create a character and w you don't own that character and then you have to move on. It's it's tough to move on, you know. It's tough because and then you see some of them who weren't even that famous to begin with, they hold on and do alterations to the character's name when they should just start over, you know? I think but you know what? What what worked for Razor Ramon and Diesel was when they went to WCW, it looked like there was an invasion. They said, "Well, they this is real. They going by their right. real name." You get what I'm saying? Like, and even Shawn Michaels in their last interview before one of their feuds, when they were on arguing with each other, he kept calling Diesel Kevin. Right. So that that worked for them. You know, it was real because this is a real angle. Um, Patrick Clark, I don't know. Maybe he could do something like F F F V D and go there and have everybody calling like Rob Van Dam F V D. I don't know if Rob Van Dam get mad at him for that. F V D formerly the Velveteen Dream. Or he's like yeah. Prince, right? The artist formerly known as yeah, yeah. But the WWE sent him a cease and desist letter quick. Or he can call himself Dream Velvet or something. Right. Or uh, yeah, the Velvet something. You know, he can he can he can do Velvet something. Velvet Nightmare, like Cody Rhodes, the Velveteen Nightmare. Right. The Velveteen, or you know, you know, Dreams of Velvet. Something he can do, but play the same character. But he can definitely go to um he was he was doing an iteration of his when he had his last match with Adam Cole and out in the like in the parking lot. He was doing the he wasn't doing the flamboyant stuff. He was changing up a little bit, getting more vicious and raw, so to speak. Um, he could be like Cat Williams. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So um I don't know. But the, what do they think? Do you think he should get a second chance, big man? With what the stuff he, they said he was doing, allegedly. Well, here's what I would say: um, as someone, you know, as a lawyer, lawyer, I always look at this is a crime where they would have had no. He's okay. He's black, and this is a crime that people take very seriously. I think if he was guilty, or if there was evidence, he would he would have been arrested. To be honest, okay. That's what I'm going to say. We have a justice system. It's not a justice system. It's a criminal procedure system that targets some people over others, um, minorities predominantly. 
And also, this is the kind of crime that anybody who's a prosecutor would be confident going in front of a jury, even if they didn't have all the proof that they wanted. So I look at the fact that he was never charged. And, and also, it's all digital. This isn't even he said, she said. These are things that could have easily been proven if we're true. Um, does he deserve it? It looks like he deserves another chance. Now, if I had a wrestling company, do I want to have a beat on it? Do I want to have to think about, do, am I going to address it in any way? Not really. But, um, I mean, we've all seen what happens with media, like Cora uh, Jade, when she said Darby Allen uh, abused his girlfriend who used to work at NXT. You're an abuser. You sexually assaulted her. Do you know? Do you know what the allegation was against Darby Allen? Against Gigi Dolan? Yeah. Or no, was... no. That, who who Darby was with before he married Gigi Dolan? He was with who he was with before. It was it was another woman wrestler who he was dating. Okay. It was either before or after Gigi Dolan. No, before Gigi Dolan. Okay. The allegation was what that woman wrestler said was. Darby said that if we didn't have sex, we'd break up. Okay. That was the abuse and the sexual abuse that Cora Jade was talking about. Cora Jade? Yeah. She oh, went man. on Twitter. Because Darby had said, because the fans said, I wonder who would win between Darby and Cora Jade on a skateboard. And Darby, okay. that was my life. That's not really her life. That's just, they gave her a skateboard. And then Cora Jade wrote back that you're a sexual abuser. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, but the reason I bring that up isn't to minimize what the allegations are. It's to say that if you have Melvin Dream, don't you think, you're probably going to, how many tweets like that are you going to get every day? Right. But look, in pro wrestling, there is no civil rights movement. There is no great thing. Um, you know, Vince McMahon's Wall Street Journal article about sexually assaulting women and intimidating women. That's not the reason Banks and Naomi quit. And nobody else quit over that. So people don't care, really. So I think I probably would bring it back, but man, I, I, I wouldn't Twitter. If he sued me, would I bring him back? Maybe not, not actually. But man, the, the, the online stuff would be brutal. I think they should bring him back. Oh, that's but, really cool. No, I think they should, but I don't think they will, but I think they should. But, you know, um, it was looking fair when they weren't letting Riddle go for a long time, right? Because he was being multiple things. Right. They eventually let him go, but that was, like you said, because of the UFC. That wasn't because right. of, you know. But. I, 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 they just got the thing about Velveteen Dream, they just got to, like, his character, they just got to tone it down a little bit. Right, because so, he looks like he's trying to seduce every right, woman, right, woman right, child. Right, exactly. He can't be Michael like Jackson anymore, to be honest. They, they, they said he's supposed to be Prince. Supposed to be Prince, but the allegations. 
Oh right. No, no, that's true. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So they need to tone it down a little bit. But then he has to earn the trust of the locker room. He has to because there was some. There's a lot of allegations going on with him. You know, video recording people in the bathroom. That so, was by REC3, who right. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, um, well, you're right though, because the problem is, if any of these are somewhat true, this isn't something he's going to suddenly be able to stop doing for the next ten years, right? Like right. something will happen if it is true. So, right, but you know, oh, he just listen, man. He can if he want to continue his wrestling career, he can do the the Matt Cardona route. Go Patrick Clark and um, go to GCW. No, they'll take him. They don't care over there. Go no. to NWA Power. They don't. They'll, they'll book him. MLW. They'll book him. You know. So he can. He if he want to wrestle, yeah. Will he become a big deal? Maybe, but you know. Um, so, but if he wants to go back to NXT, you know, they possibly could put him back in NXT, but. To go on the main route, it's just gonna, it's just the thing. We have something called Twitter now, Twitter, Instagram, social media, and then some people is just gonna, you know, not like it and voice their opinion and say things or make more allegations against them and 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 send emails and to WWE to Endeavor to TKO or whoever they want to send it to and say this is appalling that you have this sexual predator. On on your t- on a, on your TV set every week, and, and then so, they'll read back and say which one. <laughs> right, right. So, but you know, he apologized for what he did, and um, you know, so we'll see what happens. I don't know; it's going to be very tough. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Camille from NWA signed with WWE will be in NXT. Your thoughts? Do you know anything about? Camille? Yeah, she's very she's, she's, you know she made the right choice because she might have seen Lady Frost kind of go towards go to AEW and just be an enhancement. She's she's like give Camille Lady Frost and they're like in that Serena Deep year of ability. So, but again, I don't know what's going to happen with her in WWE, but I pretty much know what would have happened with her in AEW. All right. All right. Um, they would have they would have had her lying on the mat, so Sky Blue could sit on her. <laughs> Fans could focus on that. Sky Blue done changed herself. <laughs> Sky Black. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wrestle Kingdom 18. Did you see it, big man? No, I've read about it online the next morning. Man, I remember a few years ago we would be counting down to Wrestle Kingdom, right? What happened to Wrestle Kingdom? Time? I don't know. I just, it's just, it's sad. It's sad. I mean, they kept the same booker that they've had. I think for me, it started going down when they first went with Evil. They thought he was going to be the next big guy, but it, that didn't work. And then they took the title off of people too soon. They blew Naito. His, his title reign was ruined. I mean, what do you think? 
first time I heard about Wrestle Kingdom was Wrestle Kingdom 9 about nine years ago was Jim Ross was promoting it. He promoted how Wrestle Kingdom 9. Wrestle yeah. Kingdom 9. And I think that's where Nakamura and um, AJ and T Tanahashi and Okada was going at it again, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and Kevin Omega was like a mid-carder. Right, he's the cleaner. Um, and that was and that's when he like and that was also the last appearance for Shinsuke right um so and that's when New Japan was on fire that right there that was like the hottest wrestling promotion in the world at that time Wrestle Kingdom 9 Wrestle Kingdom 10 um that was before AEW so they was on fire it was like Bullet Club was the was the best faction in the wrestling world they had Jim Ross was back doing commentary. Um, it was it was something new, fresh. Their 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 interests was extravagant. It was pageantry, like WrestleMania, but you know, on a different in a different country. Um, AEW really screwed them up. They took the Young Bucks, Omega. What made them special? AJ Styles was probably the first straw. That, that was taken was when he signed with WWE and it went downhill ever since, you know. You know, when AJ left, because AJ made New Japan, you know, everybody talk about him when he showed up in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, but that's when Okada, can't believe it, nine years. Okada been on top for nine years. I, I can't believe when you said that was Wrestle Kingdom 9, you're right, it was. He's I'm been on top for nine years, man. Nine years he's been on top in the main event and Wrestle Kingdom for nine straight years. Wow. Wow. Just pull up the main events for Wrestle Kingdom for the past sure. since Wrestle Kingdom 9. Since Wrestle Kingdom 9, we started paying the rain. But I guarantee you, I've kind of been in the main event every year for the past nine years. So... Um... What's considered the main event? Let's go Wrestle Kingdom Nine, Tanahashi versus. We we grew up hearing Kazuchika Okada, but now the new announcers say Kazuchika. Kazuchika. Oh. Um, nine was Tanahashi Okada. Ten was Okada as champion against Tanahashi again. Remember that the rematch. Eleven was Okada versus Omega. Twelve was Okada versus Naito. 13 was Omega versus Tanahashi. 14 was, I guess, two nights. Yeah, and it was Okada versus Ibushi. And then Okada versus Naito. Um, 15. That's what you're always asking for WrestleMania to do. Um, 15 was Naito versus Ibushi. And night two was Ibushi versus White. 16 was... Shingo against Okada, and then the next night Okada versus Osprey. Uh, oh, they had three nights, fourth, fifth, and the eighth, and then Okada versus Tanahashi. No, Okada and Tanahashi versus the Great Muda and Kaito Yomiya. Seventeen J White versus Okada. Second night was Naito versus Kino. I don't know who that is. And then eighteen Sonata versus Naito. But the real main event was Brian Danielson versus Okada. Um, yeah. And in any other year, that would have been 
one of the, the like a match that you know like wow. But I seen that match at Forbidden Door. I don't care, and yeah. I knew what the outcome was gonna be. Right. I don't care how great of a match, and they said they said it was great. But I don't care. I already knew what the outcome. I hate watching wrestling when I know what the outcome is going to be. Me too. I'm the same way. But that's yeah. what. That's why. That's where we're out of step with a lot of the AEW fans or the younger fans. All they say is it's going to be a great match. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if it's a great match. I don't want to watch it if I know what the win is. The 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 the, the winner's going to be like they said it's a great. I don't want to see it. Like it's, it's like, like a movie. Like when I wrote on Twitter that about oh, I'm gonna miss the first 20 minutes of Dynamite because it's gonna be Orange Cassidy winning, and then somebody wrote, "Oh come on, it's gonna be a fun match." Orange. I don't care. Right. I don't care. I don't care about that. I already knew who was gonna win that match. Now if they either did this match, and I did this at Forbidden Door, and I would have been into it. Yes. I'd be like, okay, great. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a fight. It's going to go a long time. And it, the finish, I'm not going to know who what the finish is going to be. Right? Um, but I knew what the finish was going to be. You know? And, and but this shows you, Wrestle Kingdom need foreigners to make it big. If they don't have foreigners, it, it's not big. I'm sorry. Foreigners make Wrestle Kingdom big. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. You know, Moxley was there. Moxley, Will Ospreay, and who was the other guy? The third guy in the match. Um, oh, Finley. Okay. Right. So now... And he won the match. Finley, right? So, yeah. so this... I think New Japan this year, New Japan has an influx of foreigners, which is going to work. They already have Nick Nimeth. Yeah. Um, already entwined against Finley. Um, and by the way, his, his brother, brother was with him when he yeah. showed up. Right. And he attacked him at the press conference. So he wants the title. Um, so that's that's something good. Um, he looks, um, Nick Nimeth, the, the former Duff Ziggler, um, he looks like he's going to be a big deal in New, in New Japan. So. I'm all yeah. here for it. He had a suit and tie. Matt Riddle, who we just talked about, also is gonna is in New Japan. Showed up. He's gonna challenge Tanahashi. Yes, he's gonna he's gonna um, challenge Tanahashi for the TV title um, at New Year's Dash. Um, this is the time right now for New Japan to capitalize on all the 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 talent that's been released. From WWE yeah. and re this is to reestablish the Bullet Club, reestablish it with with the foreigners, and the influx of foreigners with with the um, the Japanese who be the leader of the Bullet Club. Who would you, who would you choose? Nick Nick I, need, I need I need both. I need both of them in it. Both. Okay. I need both of them in it, and they need to make a a bold move for a a, a, a Japanese guy. That's that's there. Uh, you know, like um, put Tanahashi in it. Oh wow! You know, he well, put a bad since he's the president. Yes, since he's the president of it, have him in it, and he causes all type of trouble. And you mess with Tanahashi, he sends his goons after you, and you know it's you know him. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, and and they could take out Okada if you want Okada to. to 
to to um, be the hero of New Japan at the end of Wrestle Kingdom and beat up on and defeat Nick Nemeth or Riddle, you know, at the end of the Wrestle Kingdom 19, then, then you can do that. You just have a whole year of that, you know, building to that point. Um, you know, they would have something to do. Um, if Okada stays... Jim Ross was a huge thing. He was one of the great foreigners that helped propel. Right. And it did. It built up Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom, you know, became a big thing. And, um, yeah, they have great matches. Um, but this all the showcases the main event. The main event of Wrestle Kingdom is what everybody comes for. A 45-minute back-and-forth classic, right? And none of these seven. matches this year was that. Well, the, they, well they say Okada that. Danielson was a little over 20 minutes. Oh, it was Naito only 20 minutes? 23 minutes. And the Naito-Sanada match was 25 minutes. And Naito lost? That was for the IWGP Championship, right? No, Naito won, yeah. He, 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 won, he won the IWGP Championship? But it wasn't the last match, though, right? Yeah. They went on last? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, finally, they did not until, but it's like four years too late. And you could say with Sonata, it was a little late for him, too, because he was pretty hot like two years ago. Um, he deserved better, but he, I love how he changed his look. But yeah. yeah, I like his look, too. I like I like the way he looked. Um, but they, they did that with... Um, Jay White too, you know yeah. Naito, but they try to follow the same pattern or the same process they did with Okada. Like Okada can't beat Tanahashi the first Wrestle Kingdom. He got to wait a whole year. That's what WWE did with Cody, but this is not going to work with Cody because if we no, don't get to why uh, well, not because um and you know and they did this with and they did it with they tried it with Naito, didn't work out. Right, Naito lost lost the first year, had to wait a whole nother year to get a championship. Didn't work out because they did Omega, I think, that the next year with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they did it with Jay White too. Jay White won the belt, and then they took it off of him so quickly. Like, yeah. wow, that's two stars that's messed. And look, Jay White is in AEW now. You had Jay White, you had Naito. You had Okada Tanahashi and you had Omega all at the same time. And you could have built them all up and you would have been good. But no, you screwed them up for Okada. That's, I get it. You Okada is your guy, your main guy. He's your, you know, John Cena. Right, right. But man, he could have, you could have had, instead of having one major star, you could have had four and, or three at least, because okay, Omega left, eventually left. At least three that could have been top of the food chain. Now, if Okada leaves, what do you have? You have really nothing. Mm-hmm. That's your fault. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And another thing that they do in New Japan is they have their, their system, but they took a bunch of guys. Sonata was one of them where we saw them get, we saw them lose for so long. And then it's like, oh, he has a new haircut. Now he's in the main event. And it, you know, they just had him stepped on for so long. It kind of hurt. And, you know, people who we thought were going to have long reigns didn't have long reigns. Kota Ushi, everybody was waiting for him to have a big reign. And um, didn't happen. You know? He's hurt again. 
Yeah, his ankle. He doesn't look the same, and I don't want to. I don't want to say too much about. I don't want to be critical of how he looks because he does. He has been on weight, but I know he has like uh, mental health issues, and I know sometimes those medications can affect your weight. So maybe that's something. I don't know. Right, and he was having issues with the management of TN of 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 New Japan, right? Yeah, Bushi Road. Yeah, he was publicly saying stuff about them. And, and all of that. But when you look at the length of reigns, well, just like you were saying, I mean, you know, uh, the number of days as champion, you get to, uh, let's get to uh, Tanahashi, 404 days, Okada, 125, losing to Tanahashi again. Then Okada had it for 391 days, AJ Styles, 163. AJ Styles had it for how many years? How many days? It's 63 days. 63? 163. Oh, AJ Styles had it for that long? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then now, and then, you know, you go back, AJ then had it a second time for 144 days. And That's when they were hot. That's when they were hot. Yeah. Kazuchka beat him and had it for 280. Naito's reign was 70 days. Hmm. Then Okada had it back for 720, Omega for 209, and then Jay White, 54 days. Quick, yep. Evil, 48 days. Oda Ibushi, 59 days. You know? Yeah, because um, Jay White should have had a longer reign. Naito should have had a longer reign. Like, that's 70 days is about less than four months. Yeah. You know, less than two months for for um, Jay White. About for two like months. A world, for a world audience that doesn't follow New Japan week by week, you know. Well, it was it was hot when AJ had the belt. AJ and you had you know you had all those guys, you know, Omega and you know, um, but when Okada had that seven hundred day reign that really hurt hurt them, you know. You know, that's it was you know, and Naito Naito was like the best thing. I saw his and she was like, wow, who is this guy? He coming with the white suit on with the mask. I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, uh, he he was so cool. And and he was a guy who had been around so long not doing too well. But when he came out in that suit and stuff, it was yeah. like he was like their Randy Orton. Like he was right. their guy. Yeah. But they didn't look at, I guess, uh, whoever was booking, Gato, is like, you know, you need to lose before you, you need to struggle before you win, knowing that he always was struggling to get to that point, you know, mm-hmm. to get to that big gimmick, you know, and, you know, it it was, it's just, they made some bad booking decisions, man. Let me ask you this, big man, do um, Okada leave New Japan? Was Okada leaving New Japan? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's very big about his wife and his new kid. And um, I think he's going to stay. Do you think he could thrive in America, Okada? He can't speak English, right? I don't think he's... If he can, he hasn't really shown it. And... Let's be honest, his appearances in AEW haven't set the world on fire, right? You're right. 
By the way, Triple H just tweeted, um, love the respect and passion for the history of our business, Shannon Sharp and the Nightcap Show crew. Welcome to this any place, any time, because we've talked about growing up on uh, growing up a huge fan of Georgia Championship Wrestling with Gordon Soley, Ock Baker, Andre the Giant. Oh, wow. Yeah. He tweeted Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Wow. Club Shay Shay really taking off as he left Skip. <laughs> yeah. Who, who won that breakup? <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Um, so um, let's go to um, the, the big story of the week, right? Um, WWE Raw Day One. Um, you know, let's go through the first match. You know, not. Nia Jax defeated Becky Lynch and Linda her blood bloody. Um, you know, Rhea Ripley retains her world championship against Ivy Nile. And then uh, Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre um, to retain his world heavyweight championship. Um, your thoughts on any of this? Just, um, just, just, yeah, I'm surprised about Becky getting busted like that and, and losing. I was the expectations. Uh, I didn't when Triple H said that the main event was going to be really big, and it wasn't. It was like it just wasn't a great situation, and it, you know, and and Seth Rollins won, and again, this feels like Tony Khan territory. What did you think of day one? It didn't feel like day one to me. Um, you know what? The only way that they could have, um, you know, um, you know, put make make it by putting the only way they could have like solidify or you know or you know what's the word I'm looking for here in a nice term or or put or give us a reason why they put Drew McIntyre in this spot was to have him win. He should have won. You know, for him to get beat again by Seth Rollins, why? Why put him in yeah. this spot? It did a, they could have used anybody else in this spot. And, um, you know, it would have been a big match. I didn't particularly like this rematch or like this match with Drew because I knew Drew was going to lose. I mean, they did a little swerve with having, you know, um, you know, uh, Damian Priest come out and act like he was going to cash in with Dominic, but he got clay more and Dominic got put oh, through a table. Yeah. That was that. But then Seth Rollins caught him and then stomped him, and that was the one, two, three, and that was it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, they just gave Drew a new persona, a new edge to him, and have him lose so quickly. I mean, they could have put anybody else in this spot. To be honest, with you, why didn't just listen? Why didn't just have Damian Priest cash in and say, you know, I'm gonna take you one on one and have them fight one on one for the title? I mean, it would have been fresh. And you know, let Damian Priest, you know, cash in and lose because Damian Priest is not winning that title. You know, if he does win the title, he's a transitional champion, so he's not keeping that title. He's not a, unfortunately, he's not a a, a world championship caliber talent. To be honest with the way that they portray his character, you know, it felt um, like it when he was in or when he was before, right before he joined Judgment Day. When he was right, but he's not now. Yeah, it's it 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 it. You know he's not, and they wasted the the money in the bank on someone who's not gonna win the who's not gonna be 
who who's one is not going to get a shocking pop, um, shock value. Oh, he's going to win. Who's not going to? Two years in a row. Two years in right. a row. And they should they try to get cute. I know why they did it storyline wise, but they should have just went with L.A. Knight, the hot guy, and that would have been it. That's all they should have did. L.A. Knight with the brief. You say you know why they did it storyline wise. What do you think? Because the the dissension within the ranks of the book of the Judgment Day. Remember with Finn and him, so they they wanted to tell that story when Finn was going after Seth and with Finn. Oh, um, well, with what Finn. happened with that storyline? It's the misinterpretations and the briefcase and the yeah yeah that's what it's happened. Done. They, were to tell they the didn't story. do anything, did they? No, they didn't do anything. But they were trying to tell a story. That was uh, a good him. moment. That, I like that. Oh man! They should have had him cash in then and won the belt. But they want to. I I understand what they're trying to do. They trying to they trying to have Seth, you know, solidify that belt and make it mean something. And you know what, big man? What makes me upset a little bit is the the internet with the internet. And that's why you can't look at listen to the internet. They're not that. Their small percentage of the of the audiences WWE is that they saying that title is a consolation prize. Uh, like if Cody was to win it, it's a consolation prize for Cody to win the belt. But for Seth, it's not. That makes no sense. Ain't it a consolation prize for anyone else? Because it it, it it's not. It's a title. So Cody winning that belt is a is. It's like oh he has to beat Roman. No, he doesn't. To finish his story, he can win a title. A title, a championship, a heavyweight championship is a championship. It's not like a consolation prize because I guarantee you, if John Cena comes back and beats Seth Rollins this Monday on Raw, that's another championship for him. Yeah, it's not a consolation prize anymore. See him pump with any belt. Any belt that he wins is one belt more than Dusty Rhodes won in WWE. Exactly. Like if somebody like uh, John Cena come back and win the belt, oh. Oh, that's that's the number one title. We all know who what's the title, the number one title is it Roman belt or is it John Cena belt? It's the character who makes the belt, not the belt. You get what I'm saying? Because Cena come back and 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 he wins the world heavyweight championship and he's just as big as Roman. Sell number merchandise just like Roman, probably more. If Cena comes back at full time for six months straight and has that belt. The lot, the 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 gate, the live gate is gonna make. They're gonna make a lot of money. Gonna sell a lot of tickets, and they're gonna sell a lot of merchandise. And he and is that the, the if people want to say, oh, is that the number? Who's got the number one championship right there? It won't be Roman. It won't be seen. Like you get what I'm saying, big man. Like they just saying that just for Cody. That they trying to make Cody say beat Roman. Oh, and then oh, people saying oh. Rome, Rome, um, Cody has to. We want to see Cody versus Roman. No, y'all don't. Y'all didn't want to see that in the get go. Y'all was bad last no. year that Cody lost. Now y'all, now, now the Rock comes back and they, y'all don't, y'all, y'all was thinking, oh, y'all want Cody. Cody has to beat the Rock. Come on, that BS. No, and I, I, you, you speak a lot of sense, and and from a storytelling standpoint. If you're Cody, there's a part of you that likes that this is always going to be out there. The minute he wins, that's over. You know, that he needs to If this is always hanging around, this will always be of some intrigue to fans the longer it goes on. It kind of protects him in a sense, you know? Right. So the, the big thing about Raw was gender, it was, they teased a, 
a former heavyweight championship, a former world heavyweight champion is going to be on Raw. Jinder Mahal comes out, you know, he cuts a promo. The Rock comes out. The place goes uh, banana, and uh, everybody's going crazy for The Rock. They had a uh, camera even, right on Samantha Irvine yeah. just overreacting. I'm like, well, why did they put the camera there? <laughs> they put it right on her. They're watching her. They're micromanaging her. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so she bumped by her seat, just like everyone else, and The Rock comes out. You know, he, he you know, he plays to the crowd. He he goes on gender. Um, you know, he, he mentions the Iron Sheik, you know, um, you know, he had the crowd with, you know, um by the way, when know, he was talking when he was saying all those wonderful things about the Iron Sheik, my brother, who was back from uh, his tour of uh, his acting, he was like, Didn't he use heroin? Sheiky <laughs> like, baby. So, uh, The Rock um, ends up fighting um, Jinder, and um, he spine busted and did the uh, him with the spine buster, <laughs> and then um, thing, him with the spine buster, and then he hit him with the people's elbow, and then he cut the promo talking about he was going to um, dinner, and I'm sure he shit, so he sit in a, so he sit at a, um, at a at a booth, so he sit at a bar. The bar, the rock love the bar. Oh, so he said, at the head of the table, and the crowd erupts. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was mean? a great line. And the people went absolutely crazy, and and you got your they they did the the wide shot on that, and the people literally went crazy, big man, like and. The 30, 40 people on, on Twitter went crazy too, talking about, oh, Cody, he has to finish the story. We don't want the rock. We don't want the rock. The 30, 40 people on Twitter. But the, the thousands of people in the damn audience went crazy. Forget you people on Twitter. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't make up enough for the WWE audience. Y'all make up right. maybe 2% of the WWE audience. The people y'all go crazy, the WWE North don't know who they are. You know? So you guys can talk about Cody fans in this story all y'all want, but that's cool. You know what I mean? That's cool. Y'all got some people saying um the rock gotta take on Roman at Perth at in Australia at Elimination <laughs> Chamber. What? Oh my gosh. Hey, 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 big man, ain't these the same people on Twitter that was booing Cody Rhodes and AEW? Like these the same exact people. Those are the same people. We don't like right. you, go away. Right, right. Yeah, just belt back at him, yeah. Yeah, they don't like it. Do we have belt? Does we a belt at him? Y'all booing him and tell him to go away, and you know. And now, now you guys are talking about oh, not yeah, oh y'all don't y'all, y'all hate the Rock. Why y'all hate the Rock for? The Rock and Co- and the Rock and Roman Reigns is the one of the biggest matches in wrestling history. You know mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Who we it was no it was no guarantee that we was getting Cody Rhodes and The Rock I mean Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns again anyway CM Punk is back so they could do CM Punk and Cody Rhodes is a, for the first time ever is a bigger match than Cody and Roman a second time you get what I'm right. saying so why would they want to do that like it yeah we can go Seth Rollins and 
and Cody Rhodes for the World Heavyweight Championship, why Cody Rhodes only has to finish the story, you know, against Roman? You know, why y'all feel that way? It's winning a title or or, or it's a title with, with, with lineage. No. So it's winning a title as a champion. Whatever championship Cody Rhodes wins, he's the top baby face in the company. Well, was the top baby face in the company. Um, well, one of the right. top baby faces in the company. So whatever title he has, he, he's gonna be on T he's gonna be on the radio because they send him everywhere. He's the ambassador. They send him everywhere. He does all the media. Though you don't think that Cody with that title is not gonna elevate that title? He's gonna be everywhere with the title. I actually I like Seth's interviews in the media better than Cody's. But right. yeah, we'll do a great job, sure. Right. So I think he does Cody does more media than Seth. See him more. I, I mean I, I try to follow Seth more on social media. So right, right. No, I get he it. does these interviews. They're really like he's so real, you know, but he's also fantastical and strange. Right. By the right. Way, um, you know who shouldn't be paying attention to what's going on right now is Tony Khan. Jaguars Titans, huh? They're oh. losing 20, 28 13 in the third quarter. 28 13 who, who the Jaguars? Yeah, they need to win to make the playoffs. Oh, oh well, hey, I don't have those problems. I'm a Chief fan. <laughs> You're already in, right? So the Rock, man. Um, what's your what? So does this this does this happen? Actually, happen? Does the Rock and Roman Reigns actually happen this year, big man? I think so. I think so. Where does this happen? This is happening in the at the Elimination Chamber. No, no, this happens <laughs> WrestleMania, of course. Okay, is it for they saying? Oh, The Rock doesn't need the title. Does he need? Does does this happen for the title or not with the title? Oh, this could be for the head of the table. So no title doesn't have to be. Not what I'm thinking. Okay. So let me come back. To, I'm gonna circle back to that in one minute. I'm gonna go to um, SmackDown real quick. Kevin Owens defeated um, Santos Escobar in the finals of the. United States um, tournament. He will face um, Logan Paul um, at Royal Rumble. He knocked Royal B Logan Paul out. Um, also, um, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight fought to a no contest. To the winner was supposed to fight Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble, but Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Jimmy Uso came out and beat the hell out of all three of those competitors, put them through tables, um, speared them, Samoan Spike. Um, and and um, right in front of Nick Aldis, and Nick Aldis told congratulate told Paul him congratulations that he made it a fatal four way match at the Royal Rumble. Now, I want to I want to get your opinion on that match or those two matches real quick, and then I got another question for you. Uh, well, you know, Nick Aldis, this is probably the biggest moment of his career. I mean, if you look at social media, everyone's talking about. Uh, I did. I really. I did like the match. By the way, I did like. Um, this I was bigger. Than, bigger than this was the bigger than the raw. Making it was something new and fresh, and and it had star power in this match, and that that last match, that triple threat match, and you didn't know where oh, it was going. No, you didn't, and and I mean, 
I didn't think they'd be able to bring AJ Styles back to the top so quickly, right? Mm-hmm. But my gosh, it's like he never left. It's like right. he's, it's it's almost matched to when he first premiered. I mean, the pop of the Royal Rumble was bigger than anything, but he's now like right there. He is. He went away for a while. He came back. He looks a little 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 tweak into his um. His his character, um, he got a little bit bigger, you know. Um, and They're not trying um, to do this bullet club thing again and all nope. that stuff. Yep. The original club, which was always a stupid name, but yeah, right. So now we have LA Knight too, because the fans didn't. The fans didn't know. The fans had a a great time that night because they was cheering for Randy and they was cheering for LA Knight. And it was a lot of stuff going on. I mean, they had a great time, and it was a great oh, match. Yeah. And then they got to see Roman too. Like they got a month. They got their money's worth. That SmackDown audience got their money's worth on on for their New Year's Revolution. But um, so now we going back to the Royal Rumble. Now, does the finish of this match? Because Roman can lose the match, lose the belt without getting pinned. Right. Will they do that? Will they take the title off of Roman? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Could they? Should they? Should they? Because you're saying that, now I'm going back to my original question. You're saying it's for the B for the title. Now, Roman have the title, should, and you say it should be for head of the table. This is a way to get in the ti- getting the title off of Roman. But I think even if he has the title, and even if it's a title match, he's going to beat The Rock, right? You sure? Yeah. What if he don't? <laughs> Rock is world champion. I don't mind it. Well, yes. Yeah, I mean, the forty people on Twitter are not happy about that. It don't have to be for the title. We don't want The Rock. He's old. He can't. He can't. He did a people's elbow. He's already blown up. there are parts of there are parts of of WWE that are sinking into like NXT you know Um, I'm sorry but your guy Karrion Cross and the Apocalypse and Paul Ellering is there and and everything you gotta have the superstardom to keep it level you know so that's what that's what matters, you know. And if 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 they're upset about Cody not fighting, look, people who were behind LA Knight have a bigger claim to that. Right. You know? See, he done lost to he lost to Roman, and people are not saying, "Oh, LA Knight has to finish the story." He's still trying to get after Roman, but nobody's saying nothing about that LA Knight. And obviously, he sell more merchandise than Cody right now. Yeah, yeah, and and by the way, another great thing about Evolution was it just showed like it doesn't revolve around CM Punk, you know. That's right. the difference between them and AEW. Right. Well, it's a lot of questions that are going to be answered in the Royal Rumble. This is probably one of the most anticipated Royal Rumbles in hit in a long time because you it don't is. know where you're going, where 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 are we going? Every match is like. The Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, it is it's you don't know who's gonna win that, right? And then you you might get Jade winning, you might get Belly winning, you might get Bianca, you never know. Sasha might come back. You never know what's gonna happen there, right? As far as the men's go, 
you don't know who's gonna win. Is it gonna be is it gonna be CM Punk or is it gonna be Cody or it's gonna be Cody, right? And if that world heavyweight championship match, you don't know who's gonna win that match, you're gonna be on the edge of the seat for every single near fall. Or and you don't know who's gonna win that match. Those three matches right there alone, who else I don't care what else you got. That those, those three matches, their top three matches are so unpredictable that you have to watch it all the way through. And you're like, wow, what's going to happen here? Who can win? Anybody can win. So they did a great job of that. This is the first time in a long time because once they made the winner of the Royal Rumble the number one contender at WrestleMania, it it went from 30 wrestlers who's going to win to really two or three. But this year, it could be anything. Now, if the plan is not for Cody to be in the main event, and if they're still shoving the Nakamura thing down everyone's throat, I'm just going to say, if Nakamura, who, let's say, is already eliminated, or, or even if he's not, if he lost Cody the Royal Rumble, that would be massive. That would make me more interested in their blow-off match. Mm-hmm. But not in WrestleMania. I, you know what I think may happen, to be honest with you, Big Man? I think, um, like, if, like, there's ways you can go around Cody and co- putting Cody in the main event. If you really wanted to, you can you can put Cody, CM Punk, and Steph Rollins in the same match, and you can have a big old storyline with that. And it's history with all three of those guys for the title. And that can, that can main event night one. And I think people would it would first of all it'd be a great match, number one. You won't know who's gonna win that match. That's two. And it was unpredictable. Mm. And that's all I want is a great match that's unpredictable. Mm. That's all I want is a great match that's unpredictable. Once Where do I get you a great match in, in WrestleMania. He's I winning, he's going to he's going to a main event. He's gonna be in the main event. CM Punk will be in the main event. Against two. Who do you think he'd be again? Well, who do you think? Yeah, so CM Punk, man. CM Punk, I think, would, um, is, is, I think he's going to be in the main event, um, at WrestleMania, I, I I just think that you know, and I think um, you know, Cody should if 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 Cody's Cody's not going to be in the main event if the Rockins Roman Reigns are, are going to take on each other, so I think CM Punk gets the main event on night one. CM Punk and Seth Rollins get the because it's 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 a match that we probably we haven't seen in a long time, um, and um. You know, this is a match that's going to be built. It is they they're already planning the seeds for this, and this is going to be a blood feud, and um, and so people are going to want to see it. And they ain't going to not not going to know where is it where it's going to go neither. So I, I think Cody may be he may he may not. I don't know who his opponent is going to be if he doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. if it's not they're not going to put him in the triple. That's with the Rocky. They won't do that. So. 
I don't know. What do you, what do you see, big man? I want to, I want to know your thoughts. People going crazy over this. <laughs> um, CM Punk and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yes. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know how. But I look. I don't see him. No, you know what? I'll, let's go predictable. CM Punk, Seth Rollins. Okay, where does Cody go? I think Cody will have a blow-off match with Nakamura. Wow. Like I said, if, wow. if I don't care about that feud at all, but what? if Nakamura costs Cody the Royal Rumble, that's a bit mm-hmm. more fire in it. And then I don't know what they would do, whether it would be a cage match. Um, he already tried the bull rope match, right? No, that was uh, cage. No, that match. was the bull. Yeah. They did the bull rope match at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Didn't care for it. Um, do something, something, and that'll be the end of it. But I, I don't know. I mean, but then you go back to what you said about Damien. I always thought Damien had the briefcase so that the rest of the group would pressure him to give it to Dominic. Right. But that's not happening. Well, they should. They, they should give it to Dominic. Dominic, the most over person there. Him and Rhea. Him and Mommy. And you know what, Mahler? They've already gone through the Cody and Dominic matches. I mean, they could always yes. do it again, but that would happen so fast. Right. Huh. Right. So... I mean, so we get in the rock and roll, man, right? So the top, but <laughs> people, the, now people are mad about Cody. Should Cody take on Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship and beat him? Because that would be a good match. That would be kind of a rematch of the final two of the Royal Rumble. And right. The, the fans were going for Gunther because he was in there from, from early and Cody came in 30. Right. Um, I don't think they... I think that would be hard for Cody because Gunther's hot and you don't want to see Cody get compromised and fans turn on him. So where, where do we... Cody versus... All right, so let's say Cody versus Randy Orton. Yeah, that's fine. What about LA Knight? Wow. Yeah. Oh, man, LA Knight is hot too. So where, where does he... Shit. That's... that's. There's too many main events. There's too many guys. <laughs> it's too a good many. problem. Too many guys. And then so you have AJ guys, Styles, who's come back from the dead, you know? Right, but they could put AJ Styles in on a night one, a night two, and semi-main or something like that. What about and, AJ and Cody? Ooh, that would be, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, that would make, but, hey, whoa, whoa, that's could be amazing. I could steal the show, but but again, people might shit on him because they say Cody didn't finish the story, and they might turn on. Remember, we in Philadelphia. Philadelphia fans turn on you. That's true. Oh, so, put on Twitter. This is this is evil. But somebody said, "Who who would you love to see be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble?" And somebody oh. just wrote, somebody no picture or anything. They wrote draws right, and mm-hmm. then fans were like, um, "You must not follow wrestling." Draws died. <laughs> the guy wrote, "Okay, I'm a Bray Wyatt." Oh my god! He, was... he intentionally was just naming death. <laughs> oh man, he was trolling. That's you yeah. know, this these are the people that's on on Twitter that want that you know that makes up the you know whatever. 
Well, is Brock um, Lesnar going to be at WrestleMania? More than likely, yes. But I, if they was going to use Brock Lesnar, Gunther. Yeah, that's a great point. It has to be him and Gun- it has to be him and Gunther, um, or him and Cena. Oh yeah. If Cena going to do it, yeah, that could be, you know, something. You know, or L.A. Knight and Brock Lesnar. But L.A. Knight, see, L.A. Knight got to be in the main. See, they trying to tame L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight, well, they got Logan Paul too. So, Logan Paul, whatever Logan Paul match, whatever match Logan Paul going to be in, it's going to be a high-profile match too. Maybe Cody and Logan Paul. Man, you know who Logan Paul is great? When they put him with people they want to get over. Because right. he's so amazing. Um, Logan and Cody, Logan and AJ would be good for AJ. Oh, my God. Yes. Logan and AJ Styles, my God, 15 minutes. Oh, man. That would Woo. be incredible. Oh, my goodness. Is this the best? Are these? Is this like the best pool you've seen in a WrestleMania in a long time? Uh, yes, because... It's equal, too. Yeah. It's not like, you know, there's, you know levels you know yes it's equal yes because you got any a lot of people can main event the the show um and um wow it's 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 a lot and and but you know the rock and cm punk came in and 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 randy came back and that just shook up everything um you know so i got i would have like if this was like the the new rock and stone cold of this era could have been Cody Rhodes and LA Knight. Now, did they want to they could have put if they didn't have these other people coming on, they could have just put those guys in a match against each other and whatever 50-50 split at the show and it would have been an amazing atmosphere and more likely an amazing match and you wouldn't have known who was going to win. So that's what I would have went if they didn't have you know, the other problems, you know, the other issues. Um, so they have CM Punk now. So CM Punk more than likely would make, he don't have to main event WrestleMania, but more than likely he should because him going on last is going to, because it's going to be built around him. He's going to be on the poster and people, and he already done chased the business of WWE. So yes, he should be in the main event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year he should be in the main event. He, he, he you know, Business-wise, he's going to sell a ton of merchandise. They're going to make a whole bunch of money off his NIL, you know? Yeah. And it's going to – and him, Cody's going to – those are the two – put Cody in. Is, you know, you can take Seth out. Take Seth out, you know, put Cody and CM Punk against each other, you know, or put Cody and CM Punk in the same – and Seth Rollins in a triple threat match. But because those two guys, they NIL – it's going to make a lot of money for WWE. Him and LA Knight. So put your put your WWE used to put their biggest guys in the biggest match of the year. Right or wrong? Yeah. So it's right. unfortunately that those guys are trumped by the other biggest guys in the company because these the, the other two guys, the Rock and Roman Reigns are big, are larger than life. <laughs> so you have to go with that one. I mean, you have to, right? Whether the match is good or not, I told you, you only need 30 minutes, 10 minute entrances, 
10 minutes in the ring, um, five-minute five introduction, 10-minute post-match. You don't need that much, you know what I'm saying? Three-minute, four-minute stare-down. The people are going to go crazy for everything. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like something you, you like you, you don't you don't see like the flash balls, you like like the Rock and Hogan. You like you you're not gonna see nothing like this ever again for for a few years. You get what I'm saying? Unless it's Cody Rhodes in L.A. Right? Or it's Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. So you know, I I don't know, big man. What? Give me give me your top three matches of WrestleMania this year before we get up out of here. Rome, uh, oh, and, and by the way, um, you know, did you see AEW, uh, Collision, Sting, Darby, and Ric Flair? They they wrestled, um, Ric Flair at ringside, he wrestled, they wrestled the Workhorsemen. Yes, um, we're gonna get to that. I'm getting to that right after this. Well, one. I just want to yeah. say, some ROH botches, you know, one of those troll sites <laughs> on Twitter, the icon Sting's last match in Charlotte, North Carolina <laughs> against. <laughs> Two talentless jobbers in front of twenty five hundred AEW freakazoids. <laughs> Sad, depressing. AEW freakazoids. AEW getting a bad Coliseum that seats up to ten thousand. But um, it was like twenty five thousand people in the twenty five hundred people in the building. That's what they said. I'm not sure. This is I wouldn't trust this person. Talentless jobbers. So, so I would say three. Man, that's a great question. So three biggest matches, right? Um, that I would want to see. Yes. Um, really, Rock and Roman, of course. I'd love to see that. Um, Seth and CM Punk. Right. Because there's a lot of what what could happen with that. Um, and um, I'll, I'll say uh, I'll say I'm still thinking uh, and I'll say Give me a second. Am I gonna say AJ and Logan? I need to see Logan. Right. You know Logan's what? Logan's gonna be there. Logan and Punk would be amazing. It would be. No, but you know what? I don't know if Punk could do a Logan match without getting hurt. Right. 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 So I'll say I'll keep a uh, um, Punk and, and Seth, and for the third, do I want to see a Bailey match? Maybe Did she go against after Charlotte got injured. That kind of messed up a lot, didn't it? Um, With Bailey and Rhea, Bailey and Mommy. No, no. I'll, okay, I'll, then I I would want to see. Um, uh, I think you're right. There's so many. There's so many to choose from. Uh, or do I just want to be a guy and see Nakia Lyons <laughs> against? <laughs> <laughs> Nikita Lyons. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, oh man. I, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I just want to be a triple, oh. triple threat match. Triple threat match. <laughs> oh, triple threat. Uh, Cody. Uh huh. 
versus um versus uh uh Dominic uh-huh. versus Lexus King and the the losers their fathers names are erased <laughs> erased from the video library gone forever oh my god last, that they have to change their last names <laughs> oh wow no you know that can work that can work I like that that's oh, all second generation wrestling I like that changing your last oh. name would be a good stipulation for some of these third gen second third generation or or you could be a guy and want to see Nikita Lions. Yeah, I do. I do. Who do you have her against? Oh man, Nia Jax? No, 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 no. You know uh, it'd probably make everybody go crazy. Man, if she was AEW, I'd say go against Sky Blue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Scarlet? Huh? Scarlet? Maybe. Scarlet Bardo? Oh uh, yeah. Hun <laughs> Gigi Dolan, wow. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Bianca Blair, you know. Um, she's she's a while away from being on the main roster, man. Yeah. She's a while away. I mean because she hasn't had a big takeover match yet. Right. So so she's far away. She's at least a year away, at least. You know, she haven't had an NXT run yet. She haven't had the title yet. You know, certain people, you know, get go get fast tracked to the main roster, others don't. But you know, I don't think she's getting fast tracked. You know, but we'll see what you happens. You have because I know you love Dom. We all love Dominic and Ray, but they kind of ended that. Or what? What, what are your three for you? Your- My three top three matches would be what I want to see is I want to see the Rock and Roman Reigns. Right? I want to see that. I want to see CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, and Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship for night one. Uh, and I also want to see. Um, I want to see Brock Lesnar and Gun- Gunther, right? And okay. I and I'm, I'm cheating. I'm getting one more. And I want to see yeah, um, and I want to see L.A. Knight, um, versus Logan Paul for United States Championship. So I want to see those top four matches. Um, you know, you could give us a and and if Cena comes back, I want to see Cena and Randy Orton go at it one more time, and for the number one contender. For the World Heavyweight Championship, I want to see that, and then you know that could possibly happen. But um, yeah, so that's what I I would like to see. But you know, I don't know. Uh, no, I like all that. I like yeah. that. Well, well, it's gonna be. I mean, those top four matches right there. It's like, uh, you know, you can go if you want to put AJ in. AJ is somebody you know against someone. Uh, doing oh, the I AJ. Got a- I got AJ Logan, man. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Are you or, doing? Or uh, Drew McIntyre, man. Or Drew. Right. Right. You know. You know. Hey, it's a business. Doing, you know. Exactly. Doing a, doing an Alpha Academy match. Yeah, with those guys. Oh, we, uh, we both love Jonah, or whatever. Right. Over here, you know. So, so doing a um Judgment Day match. Doing a um. EO Sky match and the Rhea Rip and the Rhea Ripley match, the mommy match. Gosh, how things have changed. We haven't even mentioned Usos or Sami Zayn. Yeah, Jay Uso is hot too, so I don't know where you go with him because he can go in the ep- in the in the upper card too. And Sammy as well. So and KO. Um it's a lot. It, I, I don't know how they're gonna put it together. Who's gonna win the elimination chamber? Because 
if they went, this is why I think that because who, whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to face or get a championship, right? And whoever wins the, the Elimination Chamber gets a championship opportunity too, right? So let's say the Rory Rumble one winner chooses Seth. Who does the Elimination Chamber person chooses? So that's why I think Roman might lose the belt at the Royal Rumble. Oh. You get what I'm saying? Because they're both chamber matches. It's going to be a chamber match, and it's going to be for, well... Is it going to be num- for number one contendership or is it going to be for the title? Well, um, looks, this I don't is know. Triple H's match. He came up with the Elimination Chamber, so it's always going to be important as long as he's himself. Right. It's going to be important. It's going to be six people vying for whatever, either a title or for the uh, 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 a title opportunity. So where do you go? And they're going to make that a big-time match too. So I don't know. Where do you go here? Uh, like the, it won't be Roman for Roman's title. It yeah. might be. Then again, it might be for Roman's title. Roman might lose the belt. Shit. They might if, do if, like if, a New Japan and have him like defended the first night and then fight Rock the second. You know? Would you like to see that? I don't know. I mean, it's Roman. This isn't Okada who can do like a hundred matches, right? I don't even right because. He has to win night one. He can't lose night one and then go then go into night two, right? He has to win. He could lose the belt on night one and then face the Rock on night two. But that, that and then beat the Rock. That means no, he, he's not. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. Uh, then he rides we off. Never, we never seen anything like that before, as far as somebody fighting two nights, um, two nights in a row, and either lost the first night and then came back and redeemed himself the next night. We never seen that before. Yeah, not um, in WWE for sure. Not in WWE, unless you know what they could. I don't know if they would do that, but not, not, um, not advertise that match and have The Rock come the night one and make him lose the match, and then he gets on the back. So I challenge you tomorrow night, and then you know, since the the tickets are already bought, you know, and then they get The Rock and the Roman Reigns the next night. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no. All right, let's move on to AEW. All right, yo, 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 it's all about the undisputed kingdom. Let's go, big man, uh, baby. Mm. <laughs> undisputed kingdom, you love it? No, I don't. I don't love it because <laughs> one, I'm not a big. I, I don't like. I don't think undisputed is catchy. And the way they, you know, the Undisputed Era, the Undisputed Kingdom, they could just drop the Undisputed for me. That's just me. I know they're trying to live off of the NXT thing, but still. Yeah. Secondly, it doesn't make too much sense for, uh, a lot of people are scratching their heads over Wardlow. And then how they're just kind of built in the whole, you know, the future storyline that Wardlow is going to beat Samoa Joe and then. Adam Coles expects him to hand him the title. I mean, that was ridiculous for him to say that. Third, there were a lot of things that weren't so clear. Like, this wasn't some master plan from the beginning. It sounds like they really were friends. And then he changed his mind because Max is very selfish. So that part was kind of strange. And and um, 
But, you know, I'm going to support it because, well, and also Roddy needs the wheelchair and the neck brace and all that. I, I miss that. Um, I'm glad he still yells at him. But I kind of liked him on his own with the kingdom. And, and so, yeah, that's how I feel about that. How did you feel? He's a supporting character now. I liked him before, but, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Okay, so I, this reveal again for me was flat. I didn't like. I didn't like Cole being the 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 devil. Um, it should have been someone else, you know. Um, you know, it, it could have been somebody new, fresh, you know. I, because and we're not getting no payoff for this mm-hmm. for a long time. M- MJF is, you know, um, he's going to WWE. <laughs> we don't know that. But. His name, he's been taken off of the AEW roster page. So, you know, whatever that means. Then there's but, rumors that they, he really signed already. With right. Nah, but he's hurt. He's hurt and he's contemplating getting surgery or rehab because if he gets surgery, he's going to be out months. Yeah, you know, with his injuries, we don't know where he's going or for how long he'll be. Right. He goes. So the reveal, it seemed like they just rushed the reveal. Um, who are they going to feud with now? Says he's off the TV. Like, it, it did they even? It, they just said Warlow was going to win the title, and that Warlow um is going to pe- pass him the title when he wins it. Um, so didn't they just do business with Samoa Joe? Like, what was the business deal? He get they get the a title shot, and Samoa Joe's not losing that belt anytime soon. So if Warlow takes on, him on right now as his first competitor, a challenger. He's gonna lose, so that's gonna make Warlow look even more stupid. So yeah, they're gonna like he says we're gonna fight. we're gonna build him. He's gonna so Warlow's gonna build up to getting a title match. Hook has already called out Samoa Joe. It's kind of do you know what it reminds me a little bit of? Do you remember in Impact Wrestling or TNA when they did the um, the uh, Fortune with Ric Flair? And they put all of them together, and the only person left who wasn't in it to feud with was Jay Lethal, which was fun, but there was nobody else. Right. <laughs> you know? That it, was a good group, though. You got you to gotta give it. That was hilarious. A good group, man. That was a, that was a good group, man. <laughs> but it was, they put too many of it. The, they should have left one of them out to, to do something. Right. But, yeah, so it's – I mean, I guess the group kind of makes sense in that Adam Cole's injured. He's not doing anything. Wardlow is just going to begin again, basically. And the Undisputed Era, Arati's going to, his goal is the international belt. Okay. Uh-huh. That's kind of a low bar for him. And, <laughs> and uh, the Ring of Honor tag team titles. Okay. They already have that. So that's it. Um, that was not, it was disappointing. Does it sound promising to you? No, but you know what? Adam Cole is really cool, so he can get fans to go along with a lot of things. You know? Boom! <laughs> and I don't like the uh, new music. I don't like the new music. Yeah, I don't like new. What's your thoughts on Darby Allen and Takeshka? My thoughts. What? What about them? What's going? The on? match. 
the match that they had. Oh my gosh! Can I? Th I'm sorry. I was thinking of some something. So here's what I would say: that match should have been the main event of Dynamite because that was so good, and the fans were so into seeing Darby being thrown all over the place. I I really liked that was that was an exciting fun match. What did you think? Yeah. Um. So, um, Darby and Takeshka. Fight, well, Takeshka, I really don't care about Takeshka. I mean, no, no, because he loses. He, they, when he first came, he lost a whole lot, continue to lose a whole lot. I, they don't feature him properly, you know, no character development, you know. Yeah, the match was an AEW standard match, whereas it's, it's going to be good. I mean, you give wrestlers time, they're going to be good. Darby's Darby, but you know, I. I, uh, the match was good. The match was good. You know, what do I see coming out of this? Where do I see, you know, Darby going? Where do I see Takeshka going? You know, Hobbs and and um and and Takeshka. You know, they they're taking on Darby and Sting next week. So why should I care? Well, I think with the 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 great thing about Darby Allen is the fans are. He's so over, and second, his size difference—they've—they've they've built that into where that's always going to be the big disadvantage for him. So he loses, and it's okay. Almost like Takeshka had a great showing against Darby. It was—it's important that he won that, but I don't think it hurts Darby at all. But it was just a great match, I thought, and that was better because the fans were kind of the main event match with Swerve. It was. It was like a, and and Garcia, that was more of like a wrestling wrestling match, and it, it that's now after the fans saw the Darby Allen match, and then there was another match that was they stole really, the show, yeah, yeah, they stole the show. Swerving and Daniel Garcia, what's your thoughts on that? It was boring for me. I thought it was boring. What did you think? So let me ask you, where do you think they're going with Swerve after this match? I think where they're going is that Hangman is going to cost him any opportunity. Now, I don't think it's good for Hangman to interfere with Swerve being the first black AEW champion. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, I think Hangman needs to... I, I, again, I don't know what Tony Khan's long-term booking thing is here, but this is kind of dragging on now, and it it feels more like they just don't know what to do with Hangman versus, or trying to make him happy versus, you know, some brilliant storyline coming down the pike. Um, Where do you go with Hangman here? I mean, where do you go with Swerve? Swerve wants to be champion, right? But they can't, again, they put themselves in the corner. They, Joe, you know, he's got an amazing promo coming or starting off, starting off Dynamite. That, yeah. that man looked dangerous, like, with yeah. that belt. You know what I'm saying? So, like, He's he, Joe, Samoa Joe looked like he's a like we talked about this last week. As all the world champions, he looked like he's the baddest of them all. To be honest with you, like he's yeah. a, he's, he's you know what I'm saying. Like you put him with the rest. He's like Taz in 1998. Oh, do you know you know what he reminds me of that I told you a few times about that that cover of Pro Wrestling Illustrated eight years ago, years ago when. They showed the world champions, and it was like Shawn Michaels or something, and it was um, I forgot who was in WCW, and then ECW was Mike Awesome, and it said, right. does, "Does ECW have the best world champion?" And it's so cool that they have a guy who 
fans believe could beat up another company's yeah. world champion. Well, he has right. beaten totally Roman. Right. He has beaten Roman. He has beaten Roman more than Roman beaten him. Oh, so, yeah. so you know, he's you know Seth Rollins as well. So Samoa Joe is the baddest of them all. Could be the baddest of them all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, TNA champion is what Alex Shelley. It's it, Shelley. It's Alex Shelley, and the um, X Division champion is Chris Saban. Okay, and and Samoa Joe was running rough shot on that one in the oh, X Division yeah. when he was there, and so and then there's Roman and Seth Rollins, you know, um, yes, AEW might have the baddest broad. Who the thought? Who would have thought that AEW has the has the baddest world champion of all the promotions? This yeah, is they, crazy. They went from like maybe the most entertainment talented one who could sing and dance, right? right. To Samoa Joe, like he just changed the he the way he opened up that promo. Where he, I believed everything he said, and he sounded yeah. confident, looked tough, and he man, they need to give him a long run. He needs the a year run, a year. A year. He needs. He needs a year. A year run. He needs a a year run, and he needs and he needs to beat everybody, and keep swerve away. I don't know. See, W A W ran into something that, you know, WWE ran into as far as they had Swerve trying to finish his story, and he's not going to finish it. You know what I'm saying? Or unless they he become a transitional champion, which is not going to go well neither. He winning the belt and then losing it right back. He can do that. They can do the Vader and Ron Simmons thing. Ron Simmons wins the belt and then lose it to Vader. But right. a couple months later, they can do that. But you know, I don't know if that's going to roll over well. But Samojo needs a talk. He needs a long title reign. Um, they need to put him against Darby again. Have Darby try to get the belt from him and let Darby do it. And they can get a couple like two months and three matches out of those two. Uh, and, and those matches that they had before for the TNT Championship was awesome. I put them against Darby. I would put them against... Oh, that's true. You're right. Their matches yeah. were great. I put them against Copeland. I'll give them... Wow. Um, yeah, I would give them Copeland, too. Yeah. I'll give them... Um, Christian they, they want to go No, no, no. Not Christian Cage. He's, he's a bad guy. Uh, Samoa Joe's a bad guy. I don't know if uh, Samoa Joe's a total bad guy. I don't know. I think he's a bad guy the way he talks. He's a bad guy. Well, he's a tweener, if you want to say that. Well, um, what we heard him was at the press conference. My my goal is entertaining the audience when they pay their ticket for them. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? what? <laughs> he was I want, just he said, I want them to have a great fan experience. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And so, then he got into character a little more. But that yeah, was serious. But they need him. They need they definitely need Darby. Definitely Darby. You know, you could throw Sting up there. He can retire. I was about Sting. to say, yeah. 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 And then Darby comes out and then Darby do Rocky Balboa and comes and comes after him. And then they go and they can start that storyline too with him. So they can do they can get some months out of Sting and Darby. Those you don't two. want Sting against two talentless jobbers in front of AEW <laughs> Freakazoids. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, that those guys. Um, who else? Who else would you put them against? Um, you need a year worth of stuff, but they can do it. 
I mean, they, they they can they can do it. He can hold that belt for about a year. I'd like to see him yeah. against Dax. He could do him too. I would do one of the one of the um young bucks can try to go against. Oh, you him. know which one I think it should be. You want Nick Jackson? Yeah, one of the bucks can go against him. Um, you could put Jericho, right? Oh, that would be good. Um, yeah. you put Jericho against him. Like you have so much that you could do. To keep things interesting with Malachi him, Black. Malachi Black, you could do Malachi Black as well. Oh, um, do you know what our guy from from especially from his work in in Impact, um, uh, Morrison Morrissey. You can do Morrissey Big too, Bill. yeah. Big Bill, you can do Big Bill. You can do Big Bill, and you can do Starks. Oh no, you I'm sorry. Bunch. You're right. He's a bad guy. Never. That's true. Right. Oh, so, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Um, yeah. Kingston. You can do Kingston too. Um, yeah, from what I said, now you could do Moxley because Moxley two of the baddest. You could you can build that up, um, like that at one of the, at the summer pay per view, like double oh, or nothing. You're right, and do you know who he had good matches against? Who? Jeff Hardy. I'm talking Hardy. a week, like maybe one week or something, and right, yeah, like you could you have to do so much, but he needs a he needs a year run, about a year run. You could do ten months. He needs he needs oh, a Briscoe. Briscoe. Who? Mark Briscoe. Yeah, you can do that too. You can we just booked a whole basically seven months worth of stuff for him. You're right, right now. Totally. Right. Until but you know, Swerve is I don't know what you do with Swerve for the year. We might Swerve might lose his momentum. Yeah. And and, and then what? You know, because when we building up, we're not we're not putting Swerve in. Swerve can take them on, but Swerve's not going to beat them. You right. know, I mean, what they could do is they can they can have the match right, and then have someone you know um, interfere and cause Swerve to lose. You know, but and then they whoever that help whoever make them lose can they can go into a program with Swerve and Swerve think about a blood feud more than the title. So. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think if if Joe is there to like like if, when they hired him, they probably thought about who he's going to build. So if Swerve does beat him, their mm-hmm. future could be Swerve and Osprey. Oh shit! We got Osprey that be, too. That would be like Tanahashi Okada, you know? What Swerve and Osprey? Yeah, like those could be the main events for like. Yeah, you're right, big man. But we need right now what AEW need, and I think, and we both agree, he needs a long title run because he's the baddest of them all. Of yeah. all, he could be potentially like no, no disrespect, but anybody else that gets the belt, they might not be considered like like the, the baddest of them all. Like, yeah, he's a good wrestler, athletic, but he's not as bad as Roman Reigns or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, right, right. He, Oh, I agree. He, that's like almost to... when that's why Impact was so great when it was Moose when he was right. working, you know. But level, this, this the the top one of the top companies out there on T, TNT and TBS every week, and and they throwing him out there. He's cutting promos and he's beating people up, and and you know he's the champion. He's nobody can beat him, and he looks like a fighter. You know. And he's on a series. He's on that uh superhero series. You know. I mean. And, yeah. Yeah, yes. And so I think it was a good idea that they put the belt on him. 
I, I'm um, you've changed my mind because even though I did agree with you that he needs to be a long term, I kind of was like thinking, uh, maybe not. But now I agree with you. Yeah, maybe not. But they need they they need a stability at that title. You know no, you're saying? right. And, you're right. I agree with you because with Swerve, like, if it doesn't go great in the beginning, then what do you do? You know, is that the end? You know, at least Swerve still has something going, you know. Right. Swerve has to beat somebody that when it means something, the title means something of who you beat. You get what I'm saying? Like, he has to beat somebody just to win a belt, just to win a belt. But if he climb a mountain and beat somebody of notice, for you know, if he had to beat MJF, if he was the one that beat MJF, that would have meant something. You get what I'm saying? Like for him just to beat Samoa Joe just for no reason, just to beat him, and he just had like a, a month title reign, it don't mean nothing. Right. Right. It don't mean nothing. It needs to mean something. You get what I'm saying? Because right now, I don't know if how is Swerve has just really beaten Hangman. Has he gone above and beyond? Like, has he gone above and beyond Roosh and and Eddie Kingston, who just won that tournament and and all of that? No. So. Yes, but again, he is he, it's like he needs to go above that if he's gonna. Right, but he needs he can get to it. But the problem is, it's it's like who they don't have. It's it's a bad it's 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 bad timing. Right now, um, oh, they, they should have just put him to the. He should have made the deal with Adam Cole and then took the belt away from, you know. They should once they got Samoa Joe the belt and he looks the way he looks with the title, and the way he talks with the title. You like, man, I you can't have you don't have no one better right now than that. I don't, I, and he looks like, you know, he looked like the baddest of everyone. Like, you cannot just change that to anybody right now. No, you, just can't you, you, you make a great point. And also Samoa Joe, I mean, you know, sometimes in wrestling, they put ceilings on people because of their age or how long they've been around. He's the world champion of all elite wrestling. He's in being seen in front of so many people. He might be going to another level we haven't seen him do. You know, as great as he is. I mean, I think he, he might. That, yeah. cut that he put at the beginning of the Dynamite was crazy. Yeah. Man. My goodness. Yeah. You're right. I, like, You're the way right. he I looked agree. at the belt, he had the talent. It, like I'm like, wow, this is this is some amazing stuff, and you believe him, and you know what's yeah. crazy? He was in WWE. He didn't get jobbed out in WWE. You know, he no. got injured, but he was in all the biggest matches that he was there. He fought almost everyone two for now. No one, no one beat him. He beat Roman Reigns a few times. He went toe to toe with Brock Lesnar. He put. He was. He, you know, he was in a lot of matches. His, I, he wasn't jobbed out and done. He just got injured. You know, who to know? Who to say he wasn't going to win the title? You and know? him and a suit, people thought was equal to Roman Reigns in a match. Like right. him, him and a poncho doing commentary in the rain. Right. At right. So, yeah. He was. He was the best of them all. But well, he was you, hurt. You, but, you know what I'm saying? So he 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 had the belt, and they made a good choice with him. Um, their champions right now are pretty are solid, are solid. You know the TNT champions Christian and the and the and the AEW World Champions So Mojo. You have some good champions and singles champions, right? So um, 
you can only build off of that. Again, he needs to go against Darby. Darby Sting, he beats Sting, he retires Sting, right? And then Darby, he hurts Sting and send him off. And then Darby says he wants revenge of him and Darby go at it. And they will have some wars. And I would love to see that. And I'm there for that. <laughs> mm, that would be great. I'm there That'd for that. Darby and some and some more Joe every a week on weekly television and them and Darby get hurt and he keeps coming back and he's trying to take the belt from him and trying to because he got revenge on his mind. He heard his his mentor sting, he put his mentor sting out of wrestling. He retired him and he wants revenge and he'll do any and everything to try to take that title to hurt the most it might not even be about hurting Joe. And they go and they culminate into some like a last man standing or first match or something. Steel Cage and, and Darby, you know, Darby is good as good as those type of matches as far as doing anything to hurt himself to hurt you. I hurt myself to hurt you. And Joe will that's, hurt you. Joe will hurt him, will hurt you to hurt you. <laughs> that's that's brilliant because you just put Sting into the world title sphere. So right. He's in, and and also like that size difference between Darby and Joe, like I mean there's a reason Carlos Colon Abdullah the Butcher dominated Puerto Rico. Like, we didn't even get to watch it in the 80s, but we saw it on the magazines, right? On those mm -hmm. Aftermax. Like, that was right up there. That was the same space as, like, Hogan and everybody else. It was like, well, right. over in Puerto Rico. And it's like, so we knew Abdullah the Butcher and Carlos Colon before we even saw them come over here, especially Abdullah. So there's something just that can be even more brutal about those kinds of matches. That's good. Right. They can do oh, all wow. type of gimmick matches with those two, those two guys. And I, and I can, you know, give a few months. And, I, and so his title reign, he retains, of course. But then they move, and it makes him more of a, a, a dominant, devious world champion. And whoever, then the next challenger comes. And then if you want to do Warlow, but Warlow can't beat him. So, you know, it's like, he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't lose. You know what I'm saying? If you want, I, like, I don't know if they could do this. I don't know if they will do this, but that's what they should, they should. do. You're right. They should. Uh, we'll have now, plenty of time because Jacksonville just lost. So that's good. Oh, good. <laughs> now, uh, now, we were talking about collision. Now, tell me, I didn't see collision this week. Matter of fact, I did. I saw, um, I saw Edge versus Griff Garrison. <laughs> yes. So Griff Garrison came out, right? And because Edge had an open challenge, and Griff came out, and he's with Maria Canellis, and then the guy from NXT, right? Cole Carter, mm -hmm. who's really good, by the way. I hope they have better plans for him. But, but, um, you know, we all like Maria, of course. Um, so she, and this was right after the segment with uh, the Kingdom, the, the Undisputed Kingdom, because Bennett and and uh, Taven had a match. So he comes out and, and uh, he's and he's like he seems shaky. If he's like, my name is Griff Garrison, and I hate when they start with that. You know, my name is. And then uh, he's he tells Edge to look at him, you know, have some respect. And Edge is like, look, I like you. You remind me of myself. But uh, you know, I told you know it's one thing to. You know, go up a level, but you're going from sea level to Mount Everest, and Garrison slaps him, and then they have that match. And you know, on Twitter, you know, we we were huge fans of Griff Garrison and the Varsity Blondes. A lot of people were, 
and everyone's saying, man, he's doing better than Lexus King right now. <laughs> no, so, I don't know. He's, I thought he was better than Lex than, than, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. But, um, he's, uh, not to say that Brian Pillman Jr. Can't get a lot better. I just think he has a lot going on. So you say, <laughs> Look, what? no one's perfect. You're you're right most of the time. I think this is your one percent wrong, but um, but you're right. It's WWE. If they want you to be a star, you're gonna be a star. Yeah, exactly. It's like Cora Jade. She she gets outshined by Roxanne. She's been outshined by. Um, I love Cora Jade. No, but look, she's supposed to be the one, right? Um, Nikita Lyons shows up. Everyone's talking about Nikita Lyons. Okay. Roxanne I love shows up. Everyone's talking about Roxanne, but it doesn't. Oh, and by the way, she broke up with Braun Breaker, or he broke up with her. Who, Roxanne? No, um, he was with Cora Jade. Oh, he was because CM Punk came back and took him. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. So, but that's just an example. So you're right. If they want him to be champion, be great. I mean, fans will buy it. I mean, I never thought I'd cheer for Roman Reigns ever. It took ten right. years, but right. he um. But yeah, so Griff Garrison did really well, but Adam Copeland wins. And, you know, if you watched it with the sound off, Adam Copeland looked like a heel just beating up somebody. Right. Um, I do love what uh, I love what uh, Nigel said. He was like, they're like, he reminds him of a young Adam Copeland. And Nigel says, really? Griff looks more to me like like a Sexton Hardcastle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess Daniel Garcia has now aligned with FTR. That was another part of Collision. He came out and helped them when uh, when the House of Black had the upper hand on FTR, and FTR came away with the win. But um, House of Black beat them down at the end. So They don't know what to do with Daniel Garcia, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does get a reaction from the crowd, but that's the AEW fandom. You know, so yeah, they don't they don't know what to do with him or the or the House of Black. Brody King should be a star. I don't know not. Um, where's the trios belts? Wait, who has them? By the way, I haven't heard of them in a long. Did they discontinue the trios belts? No, they haven't. In fact, there's their they have theirs, and Ring of Honor has theirs. So who has this? Who's the trios champion? Let's see. I haven't heard anything about that in a long time. Let's see. You're right. I haven't heard anything about it either. Oh, it's Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed. Where have they been? They had a backstage segment where they spoke to um, the Guns. Oh, but um, on Dynamite, what did you think of Mariah May's debut? Oh, I loved it. Oh, that was She's good. Awesome. She was great on the mic as well. She was great She's on the mic. I told you that we talked earlier about AEW's women division is making it. It's making it. They could be stacked if they have if they add some more money. They're gonna be stacked. Oh man! You know? and and, and, be, and they need to book it correctly. You know. Yes, they. They need to. They need to hire somebody that's gonna book the women's division specifically. That's all they do is book the women's division, the storylines, and if they only have. They have three shows, right? If they have three shows, they should be able to give so that's five hours of television that AEW have. 
out of those five hours of television, they need to give the women at least forty minutes, thirty to forty minutes of that, of that, of those five hours, and that's to do storylines, promos, and some matches, enhancement matches to build people up. That's what they should do. Forty minutes. The problem minutes. is when you were naming all those great people, but who do we see all the time? Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander who now has a lizard on her shoulder during one of her interviews. I mean, focus on the wrong people. And it's... I mean, they can focus on Chris Statlander, but she can't be doing no dumb shit like that, like no back to that alien. She needs to go back. Uh, you know what no, I'm saying? And she had more reaction as an alien than she has as Chris Statlander. I mean... Right. Well, I... I, I don't know. I just think, like, you know, it's, it is a disappointment. You know, you mentioned the three shows. It's a disappointment when Timeless Tony Storm is doesn't at least make an appearance on all of them. She should, but but she does. But remember, Rampage and Collision is together. I mean, Rampage and um and Dynamite are together, so they're not going to put her on twice. So night. So they, they probably, but they're not going. But she should go on Collision at least. Even just like um, a sketch, you know. So. Yeah, vignette or something like that. They should, but again, they again forty minutes. They need forty out of any five hours. They need to get forty minutes to the f- focus on women's storylines and and stuff and on matches. And I think they would, you know, they need to hire somebody specifically for just to do the women's storylines and the booking of the women. They That's should. They Did need. you see that Harley Cameron is now with the Outcast? She looks so different now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! She doesn't so, look the same. Um, better or worse? Well, to quote you, when they brought back Kumiko for Karate Kid, the the oh, series, yeah. she looked different. <laughs> she did. Oh yeah, she did look different. Yeah, yeah she looked real different. Oh man, she really did. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. I did. She looked different. Did I was right, right? No, I mean I've been I've been watching her for years, so I know that I mean I've seen her more recent stuff, so I oh, knew okay. that, I knew that she that she's a lot she skinnier. Different. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. she looked different. <laughs> uh, oh, Bitman, give us the wild report real quick. Well, they're doing their own trios titles, <clears throat> so tag teams and everyone are trying to find a third person. Um, so, you know, the world champion is Abilene Maverick, who was a surprise return. And she had her match against Penelope Pink. Okay. And, you know, Vicky Lynn McCoy, who has a neck brace after the Beast powerbombed her through a table, tried to help. And, and it, you know, Abilene was able to roll up um, Penelope and pull the tights and win and hold on to the belt. And um, Lana Starr looked amazing, by the way, at ringside. But um, they have a new tag team also, the Mighty Mites, and they're both really small. But they had a great match against your Miami Sweet Heat. Sweet Heat won at the end, but that was a fun match. And um, by the way, they, it's not Stephen Dickey as the co-announcer anymore. Who is it? With Dave McClain, there was this guy, and his name's Nigel Zane. And he looks just like the guy who's the color commentator on Impact from... Uh, who was in WWE in a tag team. Oh, oh yeah? He looks like him. And I'm like, well, what happened? 
And I looked him up. He's a producer of WoW. He's one of their producers. And he's engaged to Lindsay Carlson of Miami Sweet Heat, the blonde. Oh, wow. So he was okay. I mean, he, he was fine. But I do miss Stephen Dickey. I hope he's Where's okay. Where's he at, Stephen Dickey? I don't know. I'll hit him up on Twitter. He usually responds. Um, but uh, yeah, so wow, it, the, the matches were great. Um, they have their trios titles. And the cool thing about the trios titles is maybe Steffi Slays will finally win a belt. You know? It's been, what, three years since she's been in WoW? Like five. Wow. They, 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 when, when is she going to finish her story? It's tough because with WoW, you know, um, when Tessa Blanchard and the Beast and Jungle Girl were in the main event, the opening match was um, was uh, Faith the Lioness, who's, uh, we were just talking about her on NXT. What's her name now? Um, the Blonde. Who, Nikita Lyons? Yeah, Nikita Lyons. And do you know who else was an opening match person? Was um oh. was uh um what's her uh Thunder Rosa. Oh yeah. So it's it's hard to get to crack the main event of, of wow. That's why it was such a shock when Princess Ozzy won the title, which she ended up losing in a four way or five way match. But um you know, so so wow's doing good. Oh, and also did you see who died recently? Who? Oh. Killer Khan. Oh yeah, I've I've seen that. And it's it's something because out of all of Hulk Hogan's enemies in the eighties, Killer Khan was really one of the scariest, right? The green mist, but also his finishing move was a knee drop to the throat off the second rope. Right. I mean, so he was a real contender. So rest in peace, Killer Khan. Yes, definitely. Rest in peace, Killer Khan. Yes, yeah. definitely. Well, big man, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you, Brooklyn Mahler. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, always finish your story, big man. Finish your story. <laughs> That's the thing. Triple H regrets even saying that. <laughs> Definitely. This has been a state of wrestling apology report. We'll see you guys next week. Most definitely. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.